Welcome to the League Melanated Gentlemen podcast. I am Spencer. I'm one of your hosts on this glorious podcast that we enjoy doing so much. And today, I'm joined by the other members of the League of Melanated Gentlemen who have come here to give you, yet again, yet another movie review for the MCU. This is Brennan. And I am a very excited Jordan. Oh, but wait! There's more! Today... (laughs) We are joined by one of our favorite guests, one of our, um, you know, longtime listeners. You've heard his voice before. He has been a dear friend to the podcast since the very beginning. Would you like to introduce yourself? Friend to Spencer, that would be Mr. Percival. Mr. Percival! (laughs) Otherwise known as David, but yeah. Yes, we, yeah. we we have many Davids here. So. Yeah, not not to be confused with Black David. This is Ambassador David. Just you know, just in case anybody got their voice confused. <laughs> but you know, I call him Mister Percival. Um, I think I've only called you David like a handful of times. Yeah, uh, the years we've known each other, it's maybe three times. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as is the case, uh, we're gonna review a movie. And uh, thank you, Mr. Percival, for joining us today. Um, you know, you keep up with the MCU, so this should be a, should be a good and fun time. We have mm-hmm. a couple of things that we need to get out of the way first. Um, as is always the case, got to do housekeeping. Uh, Jordan, where can the people find us? People, the people, the people. The people can find us on Facebook at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. Uh, we have a Facebook group. We're always active in there. You can always find us on Twitter as well at the LMG podcast. And then you can also follow us on YouTube uh, at the League of Melanated Gentlemen. You know, like, subscribe, all the stuff that the YouTube people say. Um, also rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Music, um, anything that you use to stream this podcast. And yeah, just leave a review. We love hearing from people, um, especially the Facebook group. I love interacting with you know other people who enjoy this uh, so-called thing we call nerd culture. Uh, I love just talking about it, though. So yeah, the Facebook group at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. Excellent, excellent. Um, another bit of housekeeping to get out of the way. Um, you can join me on Friday for an episode of DC Animation with Spencer and Friends. It will be episode six. Um, I will be joined by a dear friend. You will have to see who when we get there. Uh, it should be a good time, though. I think. Do do we have another announcement too? Are we? Do we want to announce it, or you, do we want to wait? It's up to you. It's up to you. No, it's, it's up, up to, to you. Me. Yeah, that's. Oh, okay. I thought I'm throwing you a lob. Come well, on, can, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sir, the tease. Got, uh, I like the tease. Yeah, thank you. Uh, wrestling with Worldwide Willis. The first episode is coming up. Would that be this upcoming? So you listen to us on it comes out on Monday. So wrestling with Worldwide Willis will come out on the Wednesday. Uh yeah, we're just gonna talk about wrestling and talk about the latest pay-per-view and a bunch of different things. So definitely check that out. So this is another spin-off podcast uh that we are presenting. And if you love wrestling, you know Brandon loves wrestling. So this is going to be, you know, a fun filled show. I'm excited for sure. it. It'd be a good time. Uh, Brandon is one of the most successful 
people I've seen run an alone podcast. Like I, I can't do it. I agree. Me and Spencer have talked about it plenty of times. Like Brandon, you do an amazing job. Like when you were by yourself, I'm like, I don't know how you do. Thank it. you, sir. Yeah, I think I think something wrong with me in the head that I can just <laughs> go on a <laughs> rant go. for 45 minutes. Yeah, because yeah, I need I need this. I need discussion. Yeah, Big yeah, facts. I'll just go. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, good on you, because like I said, I cannot do that. Right. And uh, that's a that's a very useful skill. Yeah. So. Before we jump into this, Jordan, I need you to run the spoiler warning for me. Listen to these words, for they may determine your next course of action. This is your official name brand League of Melanated Gentlemen spoiler warning. We are issuing this spoiler warning not only for the piece of media or content that is in the title, of this episode, but also for the world or the universe in which that piece of media or content exists. If you are not caught up, I would highly recommend you pause my voice, you catch yourself up, and then you join us once again. If you are all the way caught up and or if spoilers do not offend you, please enjoy. And with that out of the way, I'm going to read a synopsis in my own words, and then we're just going to talk about the movie. I am going to let you know. It's got a lot of stuff in it, so the synopsis may run a little long. I will also say that because there are flashbacks interwoven into the movie, I may read it out of order as far as what happened in the movie. If you've already seen the movie, you should be good. But I'm going to have a flashback section and then talk about the quote-unquote present day. So if it reads out of order, that is why, um, seeing as how the flashbacks were interspersed, but, you know, it'll make sense when we get there. All of the things I say happened in the movie, so we should be good. We open to a peek into Rocket's turbulent past. Uh, in the present day, the Guardians previously purchased Nowhere, and it is now acting as their HQ. Star-Lord is getting drunk because he is still not okay from losing Gamora. Adam Warlock shows up and has a fight against the Guardians. Nebula stabs him, forcing him to retreat, but he wounds Rocket before he leaves. Uh, the Guardians try to heal Rocket, but he has a kill switch attached to his heart, which is not allowing the heal tech to work. They need to go to Orgocorp in order to get the information they need to get around the kill switch. We get another peek into Rocket's past, so now we're going to just take a look at it. Uh, he was experimented on by the High Evolutionary in efforts to create pretty much like making animals into humans for a counter-Earth that he's working on. Rocket meets some other animals that have been experimented on, and he makes friends with them. And the other animals name themselves, we have an otter whose name who names herself Lila. We have a, a walrus who names himself Teefs, and a rabbit who names herself Floor. Uh, Rocket was watching the High Evolutionary lament about his subject being full of rage instead of peaceful like Rocket. Rocket sees the problem and comes up with the answer to fix it. The High Evolutionary was super impressed, but also super pissed that Rocket was able to figure this out, and he wasn't. He then lets Rocket know 
that he and his friends will not be going to the New World, and he ordered um, his people to study Rocket's brain um, since he was capable of figuring this out, and none of the other creations are able to do that. Uh, Rocket lets his friends know what the situation is, and he breaks them out of captivity, but the High Evolutionary saw this coming, and Rocket's friends are killed. So Rocket responds by painfully tearing off the High Evolutionary's face and stealing a spacecraft to escape. Coming out of flashbacks, uh, the Guardians get some help from the Ravagers, uh, among whom is 2014 Gamora from Endgame. Nebula has been in contact with her this whole time, but of course, didn't let Star-Lord know that because she didn't want him to be ridiculous, a tendency he has. Uh, they are able to break into... Uh, oh, lost my place. Yeah, they're able to break in, but they end up getting caught and they have to fight their way out. They manage to escape with Rocket's file, but the kill switch unlock has been removed from the file. Uh, they figure that one of the High Evolutionary's top guys has the information that they need, and they're going to get it from him, and they're pretty sure it's a trap. But, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, Gamora is not interested in going, and while trying to leave, ends up letting Adam Warlock know exactly where they are. Uh, they are wanting to capture Rocket to regain favor with the High Evolutionary. Uh, the Guardians arrive on Counter-Earth and discover that it is inhabited by animal-human hybrids. Uh, they get help from some bat people, and they find the guy that has the information that they need, so they decide to Scooby-Doo this thing, uh, which means they split up. Groot, Star-Lord, and Nebula head to where the High Evolutionary is, which is his ship, while Mantis, Dra while Mantis and Drax stay uh, on the Guardian ship with Gamora and Rocket. On their way to the ship, they notice how similar to Earth this quote-unquote perfect world is. Star-Lord and Groot are able to meet with the High Evolutionary, but because Nebula is a living weapon, she has to stay outside. Drax can't follow instructions, so he and Mantis leave the Guardian ship and make their way to the High Evolutionary ship. Uh, since it is, of course, a trap, Pigma is sent to capture Rocket. Gamora fights him off, and Adam Warlock shows up, but, um, you know, ends up putting Pigman in a casket, because that's just how it's got to be. Uh, in the meeting upstairs, Star-Lord points out the imperfections that he came across on his way there, and the High Evolutionary initiates uh, the destruction of the planet so that he can start over. As his ship goes into space, Star-Lord and Groot jump off with the guy who has the information that they are looking for and successfully remove it from him. Then, Gamora shows up with the Guardian ship to pick them up. Unaware of this, Nebula, Drax, and Mantis get on the High Evolutionary ship to save Star-Lord and Groot. Star-Lord is able to get the kill switch unlock, but Rocket starts to die and takes a trip to the light, quote-unquote, uh, where he has a conversation with Lila, who does the whole not yet thing. So Rocket wakes up. Nebula, Drax, and Mantis come across a bunch of imprisoned children on the High Evolutionary ship before uh, getting back in contact with Star-Lord, and they are able to hear Rocket's voice for the first time since this all went down. Uh, they are then knocked out by the High Evolutionary and put in a pit with abelisks. Uh, 
Mantis is able to befriend the Abolisks and uses them to escape, and then they meet up, and the Guardians are back together again. Kragman and Cosmo show up with nowhere and attack the High Evolutionary ship. The High Evolutionary is only concerned about capturing Rocket, so his squad attempts to betray him and take over the ship, but he hits them with an almighty push. Cosmo is able to... Uh, get all of the Cosmo is able to help get all of the children out safely to nowhere, and Adam Warlock shows up again. The Guardians save his life because you know they're the good guys, and we need him later. So Rocket comes across the animal cages, and he finds the cages with the baby raccoons. He then accepts the fact that he is a raccoon and he is about to leave, but the High Evolutionary shows up and is furious. Of course, the rest of the Guardians show up and use the power of friendship to defeat him, leaving him on the ship to die because it's going to explode. Everyone is able to get off the ship in time except for Star-Lord, who begins to die in the cold vacuum of space. But because they played Change of Heart earlier, Adam Warlock saves him. Uh, the band breaks up because Star-Lord wants to go meet his grandfather, Mantis wants to backpack through Europe and find herself, and... Uh, Nebula wants to be the mayor of nowhere, and Drax wants to stay and raise all of these newly freed children. Rocket is the captain now. Gamora goes back to the Ravagers, and we see the first set of credits roll. After the colorful credits, we see Rocket and his new Guardian squad preparing to handle a new mission, and after the black credits, we see Star-Lord having a very regular conversation with his grandfather while he's reading a newspaper about Kevin Bacon's abduction. And that is the movie. I don't even need to watch the movie after that. I know. Spencer does a thing with those. Good work. Good work, man. I can literally watch the movie and forget all everything. Yeah, Yeah, we we know that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we've seen that. Uh, yeah, but no, that's a good point. I definitely, I forgot a few little small details, so that definitely helps. Yeah, and I didn't go over every little thing because that's what the conversation will be. But, right. um, Mr. Percival, let's start with you. We're gonna give general overviews. What did you think of the movie? Absolutely loved it. Um, I was probably I probably had tears in my eyes for probably seventy five percent of the movie, um, <laughs> and I'm not someone who typically cries in movies, but it was just I mean they just kept hitting you right in the heart. I mean every little flashback, little young rocket, and then there was I mean I, once the beginning happened and we saw Rocket you know get taken out very quickly, I felt pretty confident that he was gonna live throughout the, uh, like by the end of the movie but then you know every 15 minutes or so they teased somebody else dying and so right. i was just kind of on edge the entire movie it was a very stressful and cruel movie uh, <laughs> for someone who like cares about the characters i'll just say that right. i definitely okay. agree uh jordan yeah so i mean i really loved this movie too and like david said i did not expect to be crying in this movie and when I tell you, I was trying to hold back the tears and I, I I couldn't do it, man. This movie, it was emotional. The action was really good. They didn't overdo it with jokes, which I was very afraid of. Um, I thought we were going to be in a situation like Guardians 2, but they managed to like really pull it off. 
mommy, my hats are off to James Gunn. He did an amazing job. Every character got their, you know, good amount of shine. Um, I was very happy at the path that the Guardians are going on. Uh, it kind of sucks to see the band break up, but I am, you know, I feel like this story has come to an end and I am happy with how they ended it. Brandon? Yeah, man. Like you guys said, like, I thought this was amazing. Like, I think this is the best MCU movie they've put out in a while. And I think James Gunn just, like, solidified himself. Like, once again, it's just, he really, like, the, if you look at every character, they all have an, a complete arc, right? Like, they right. started somewhere and they ended on the other end. And you know why they ended up on the on the back end of it. So, um, everything had a purpose. And I liked it, like, the point of the movie was to save their friend. It wasn't some, oh, we got to save the world now. Or right. we got to I mean, stop this person. Like, they were just literally just trying to save their best friend. And so that was really cool. And again, making it about Rocker was dope. Uh, just oh, to get man. his, his origin. Team. Yeah, like, get his origin finally. A real, like, legit know what happened to him. Because they've kind of teased it. But now we get a legit. And it wasn't focused so much on um, Peter Quill and... And like they touched on everybody, everybody got their time to shine, which I really liked. And uh, the the villain was great. Um, his, even Craglin, even Craglin got a chance to sign. Yeah, even Craglin, like a bunch of people got, you know, Cosmo, a bunch of people yeah. got like little little moments, you know. So I just thought this is a this is a top tier movie, and uh, they really killed it. Like they brought. Now you got to be like our right, Guardians franchise. All right, you're up there. You're up yeah, there with bro. the best of them now. What know? a way to go out, like. They yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I don't know if I'm taking a trip on the hot take highway, but this is the best Guardians movie. Period. Oh yeah, I agree. Mm. Ah, it's close. I mean, you no, know, Gar- talk- Guardians is two. Guardians is- two is top tier. No, oh, my God. don't 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 do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, you trying to get kicked off earlier? <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just peace out. I'll peace out. <laughs> um, y'all know how I feel about Guardians, kind of in general. Um, you know, it's usually not for me. Uh, this is by far the best Guardians property, in my opinion. Um, as far as what we've seen from media, James Gunn knows what he's doing. I mean, that's no secret. Uh, I trust James Gunn especially in situations like this. Uh, This was very James Gunn in that he took people that he has in other things and sprinkled them in here. Yeah. Uh, Because he definitely took Mern and Harcourt from Peacemaker. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I was happy to see both of them. Wait, wait, wait. They was in this? Yes. High Evolutionary was in this. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Who didn't? I knew the High Evolutionary. Okay, okay. I was making sure you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew knew that one. Uh, but yeah, Hardcore was in it. She was the one on the mic. Yeah, she was the main. Yep. First oh, oh I, I did. I could. I could not tell that was her. Okay. She was in Black Adam too. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. In Black Adam, she was Hardcore, but yeah, it, yeah, she yeah. was. Yeah. And I mean, that's I. I enjoy when people do that. I like when because DC does it all the time. But I like when right. people take people from other stuff and and just throw them in there because we saw right. that yeah. in Endgame. Uh, with people from community, right, and right. Uh, we see it here. And I, I love the use of the extra people or the people that we've seen from them in other things. Like I, that's that's loyalty, right? 
So, um, what what was the cryingest moment for you? Uh, if there was a cryingest moment, because mm. there were there were quite a few, but um, there were quite for, a few for you personally. What was the thing that you were like? If someone was going to get me, there was. Uh, it for me, it was the rocket and Lila. Like I knew she was going to be like, it's not your time. Like I knew that already. Yeah, but that 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 one still got me. Like he was sure. he was so ready to get out of there. Yeah, he was like, "Can I come?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, that it's one, that one got me. Yeah, yeah. I I knew that. Yeah, like we we. Yeah, knew I knew. It was gonna That's be, a like, classic. Yeah, that was yeah. a pretty yeah. standard trope. Right, right. Um, for me, honestly, it was low. Key. Like obviously, throughout the movie, you know, it was little moments, but the moment that got me, bro, and I was not expecting it to creep. It crept up on me quick. It was when <laughs> when um. Uh, What's Batista's character's name? Why am I forgetting? Drax. Uh, Drax. Drax. Anytime Drax, like Drax was helping the little girls, or when they was like, Drax, you're a father, <laughs> bro. Oh, that, yeah. That part. Oh, man. Yeah, I know, that got me. Because she told him, it's like, I, I, you're not the destroyer, you're a father. It was like, oh, yeah. man. I was like, oh, oh. Like, I didn't see that line coming. And so that, that hit me with a surprise right hook. And I was like, I was done for it. And it was from, <laughs> it was from Nebula too. Like, yeah, Nebula yeah. Was, yeah after she just like roasted him, ass was the one that. Was saying, like, yeah, she was like, I see you now. Yeah, you're like, not meant to be a destroyer. Oh. You're meant to be a dad. It's like, yeah, ah. yeah. As a father, yeah, I was done. I was done. What about you, David? Mine was probably similar to uh, Jordan's. There's also the scene where Rockets, you know, trying to like just pick up all the little baby raccoons or whatever. Oh like, yeah, just on Gather Mall. But the one that Jordan mentioned, I really thought there's a split second where uh, me and Lindsay were talking about this, where Lila says, you know, it's not your time, or whatever the line was, it's not your time. We thought like Rocket was going to go like sacrifice himself to like save everyone there at the end because like that was his his reason of living was to save everybody. But gosh, oh, I didn't think about that. Thankfully, that that did not happen. (laughs) I thought when he came back and then. Everybody had left, and he was like, "Hold on, yeah. I gotta go back." That's when I was like, "Okay, it might be. This might be the time." Mm-hmm. Like you got, like you said, it's one last mission. And he finally, then, and he, he finally or he's gonna finish it. off the high revolutionary, or something like that. I was saying, he but finally, yeah. for the first time, admitted that he's a raccoon. He did his exactly. origin. Yeah, that was dope when he said his name. That also got me right there when he looks up and like sees just like it says like raccoon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much anything That's with dope. Rocket got me crying. Yeah. yeah. Spencer, what about you? What moment? What moments for you? Uh, for me, the the moment that w- if a moment was gonna get me, it was when they were on the comms and the three of them heard him speak, and like uh, the emotion that they oh, had yeah. like, hearing Nebula? him. Yeah, uh, her reaction. I forgot about oh, that. That, that yeah, was that, really good. That's that's when I was like, ooh, I've, ooh. Like, yeah. Ooh, right in here. Like, yeah. Because I, I, I felt them realize, like, oh my God, my friend is alive. Like, that was really, Nebula that was really thinks good. she's so hard. And then, like, yeah, she's like, heard Rocket's voice. And then she just, yeah. she couldn't control it no more. Yeah. He did that like, really well. That was, for me, that was the moment because I weirdly identified with Nebula in this movie. <laughs> um, because whenever, uh, Whenever Mantis had the conversation with Nebula about, like, you only care about facts and efficiency and people having emotional responses is weakness to you. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know, 
Prince are like, yeah, that's me too. I, I was like, I've, I've, I've been accused of, uh, <laughs> of, 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 uh, you know, just throwing away emotional responses to things. Like I would consider myself a very logical man and I've had to come to terms with the fact that sometimes people don't make logical decisions. They make emotional ones and that's gotta be okay. Spencer mm-hmm. Nebula Jones. Hey, that's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, see so yeah, whenever I, I was, yeah, I, I could, I could identify with Nebula a little bit in the, you know, like I'm tired of these fucking idiots. Yeah. Just to <laughs> be, yeah, to be sitting there and you're stuck with Drax and, Man, like oh, oh yeah, yeah was, and you're oh. trying to get something done, bro. And then the scene, the scene where they're on the—I know we're like jumping around. I like to start from the beginning, but I want to say the scene where he's like talking. They like sneak into that um, I don't know that bio dome place or whatever. And the guy's like, "Yeah, I got one of those idiots too." And like he like looks back at the dude, and like they had a whole <laughs> conversation about that. That was pretty good. Yes, yeah. I love Nathan Fillion. Nathan oh, Fillion, fantastic. Nathan Fillion is one of my favorite white dudes, and <laughs> usually. <laughs> Hey. Anytime I said one of, I said <laughs> one of. He's not There's my favorite. Falling in the rankings. He's one of my favorites, and um, Nathan Fillion is also from Suicide Squad. So you know James yeah. Gunn. Yes, yet again. But um, anytime anybody's like, we need to cast a white dude for this. My initial thought is Nathan Fillion. Every yeah. time. But I love Nathan Fillion. I'm glad he was in this. Um, I was wondering how they were going to bring him into the MCU because I knew they were going to. Yeah, um, but it was uh, a really good role for him. Yes, yes, it was. Um, and again, I know we're jumping around. We will get back on track. But when Nathan Fillion hit Drax with that motherfucking bop gun, I, th- oh, I thought yeah. Drax was dead. I was I worried he was dead too. I, I was, was worried because they yeah, were that... acting like he was dead. Yeah, yeah, that second, that second one. I'm like, yo, yeah. When he hit him, a, when he hit him again, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh well, okay. Because yeah. well, you know what made me think that you remember when James Gunn got first counsel and um Bautista was pretty he was pretty um outspoken when it came to that. He was like, Yeah, he's not going to do Guardians if James Gunn doesn't come back. So I thought like once James Gunn did come back, I thought he was like, I'm done, kill me off. So right. I thought he was really gonna die. Right. And and as Mr. Percival said, they they put a lot of teases in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There were there were a couple times where it's like uh, oh, they oh we're, we're done. Okay, because right. Star Lord, that one got me. I thought I thought we were done here. I thought yeah, Star Lord was done too. When he when he's, when he swole up, I was like, oh, we're we're done here. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's done. He's already dead. Yeah. And I thought it was about grew- to be really graphic and like <laughs> his head yeah. <laughs> explode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. When when Groot tried to like reach out for him and then froze, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, oh okay, we're done. Uh, yeah. Star Lord's done. He didn't get to meet granddad. That's okay. Yeah. Though. Oh, so, dude, yeah, Spencer, they, we, we didn't even do, we forgot to do, you know, what, yep, 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 thank you. <laughs> uh, super got off track. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jordan, yes. Uh, it is time now for, well, like, <laughs> this will get us back on track. So, as of right, we're on the rails again. Yeah. <laughs> we're back. It is time for a teaching moment. Actually, it's time for two. Uh, first, we need a teaching moment for Adam Warlock because we saw Adam Warlock, or we heard about Adam Warlock first uh, in the second Guardians uh, after credit scene, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, take it away. 
Yeah, so Adam Warlock is a kind of complicated character. He's kind of have been he's bounced around. So he first appeared in 1967, Fantastic Four. Um, his origins has kind of changed throughout the years. Uh, but basically overall, yeah, he was created as a genetic perfect being, uh, hatched from an egg, uh, usually by the sovereign, sometimes by the uh enclave. Uh a lot of people know him from the enclave creating him, a group of scientists creating him. Uh, he is then born, I guess, and then find out that the Enclave wants to use him for, you know, evil means. And then he doesn't want to do that. So he wipes out the Enclave and then goes out. He doesn't want humans to know of his existence. So he goes into space. Um, That's one of his origin stories. Uh, Usually it has to do with him being born. Uh, He was a huge part of the Infinity Gauntlet saga. Um, that whole back in the was it seventy eighties around uh, that era? Yeah, I think it was eighties. Eighties, yeah. I want to say it's eighties. Uh, he was a huge part of that. Part, uh, Jim Starlin, I think Stanley created him originally, but Starlin like took him to the next level uh, with that run. And yeah, he's healthy Infinity Gauntlet. He's been a huge part of the MCU. This is definitely a different take on Adam Warlock in this movie. Um, usually Adam Warlock is very more stoic, not comedy based. He's, he's been a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that is definitely canon. However, he's, he's a little more, you know, regal, I would say. Um, and so, yeah, he's six two two forty. His power set is, as you saw, and those are very consistent with what you saw in the movie, uh, like cosmic kind of miss, uh, Marvel kind of, I mean, Captain Marvel sort of in that way, just a little more powerful, a little more OD. But, um, yeah, Adam Warlock, outstanding character, um, a little bit of an alteration to his character, but I get why they did that. I get it's James Gunn, so we, we get he's going to add a little more comedy to it. Um, but, yeah, overall, that is Adam Warlock. Also, another thing with Adam Warlock is, so Brandon mentioned the Infinity Gauntlet. Adam Warlock, he was inside, like his soul was inside the Soul Stone uh, yeah. for years, and so while in there, he ended up developing kind of an alter ego uh, called Magus. Magus, yeah. And yep. uh, Magus is kind of like his evil version of himself. And so a lot of times when he can't like deal with a situation, I think emotionally or even like physically can't deal with a situation, um, this alter ego, he tries to keep it checking. And uh, a lot of times like it comes out. And so a lot of time heroes um, have to deal with that. And so it's all the same powers that he still has. He is just unhinged. Right. So, yeah. And then also he goes also by him, um, which in the second Guardians, they kind of say they kind of mention him and then his mother. They call mother here, but I think in the comics, I think it's his sister, um, but she is referred to as her as well. Yeah. So I am him. Yeah. All right. And we also have a teaching moment for the high evolutionary. Yeah, so the High Evolutionary um, is, was created by Jack Kirby, um, first appeared in Thor 134 in 1966 of September. Um, his real name is Herbert Edgar Wyham, uh, 6'2", 200. And he's basically, he built a genetic accelerator that basically had the power to evolve creatures and humans, um, but the people around him kind of shunned him for his work. And so he ended up using the machine on himself which is kind of how he transformed to um, 
kind of what you see in the movie. Uh, in the comics, he looks a little bit different, but he transformed himself beyond regular human. Um, then he also started using the machine on animals, which we did see in the movie as well. And then he created, in, but in the comics, the group of animals that he, called, that he created, they were called the uh, Knights of Wondagore. And so they also lived on the planet, the counter-Earth planet, which we also saw in the movie. Um, powers are kind of like we saw in the movies. He also has telepathy, astral projection, you know, the standard superhero package, super strength, healing, uh, flight, all that. Uh, pyrokinesis, superhuman genius. Um, I also know it's kind of a weird situation. So we know uh, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, and then we know um, Peter, a uh, Pietro, um, what's the name again? His uh, superhero name? Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of weird because High Evolutionary got a woman pregnant basically by using his advanced genetics. And he, the woman ended up actually giving birth to Wanda and Pietro. Um, that's kind of like a newer thing that they end up coming out with. But he is tied to them as he is basically their creator. Um, and it's, it's very weird. And a lot of times we don't like to talk about it um, in the comic community because it's, it's it got so weird and convoluted. If you want to know convoluted history, Quicksilver and Wanda have the most. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This shit is wild. Yeah. yeah. Like, I always knew them as Magneto's. Magneto kids. Yeah, right. Exactly. So then they retconned it. it to. Yeah. And then they retconned it to say that, no, the high evolutionary had some play into it. So yeah, it's very weird. But that is the high evolutionary. Uh, and folks, this has been a teaching moment. Okay, now that we're back on the rails, um, <laughs> before we get into the movie itself, I have a question for the table. Uh, because Guardians is very known for this, what were your thoughts on the soundtrack? Mm, honestly. Probably the least, probably the third best as far as like music selection, I would say. Uh, I rewatched Guardians 2. Uh, is it Lady by the Sea? What is that song? They basically based the whole movie off of uh, that they sing. Uh, Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. Um, whatever that yeah. song's called. That was a really good song. Keep singing, Willis. Keep singing. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> what it's called. But like when uh, Echo, like, uh, ego, sorry, when he explains it, you're like, oh, damn, like this is a really, like this lines up with what Peter and is going through with Gamora and stuff. Uh, but then overall, like, I feel like the music selections, like Beastie Boys, ah, ah, doesn't do it for me. Um, but but I, I thought it was solid selections, but it was nothing that like just hits you off like like Guardians 1, like from the jump, you're like, damn, all right, we going. And same thing. Yeah, with, feeling. Yeah, exactly. Just like uh, Guardians 2, like, start you out. Where this, and I get it, this was less music-based than any of the other ones. It was especially supposed to give you a vibe of, like, sadness and loss. But, yeah, I would say the third, it's probably third best out of the franchise. Um, I'm not going to let this go a second time. Jordan, the song is called Come and Get Your Love. I don't know if it's called Come and Get Come Your Love, but it is, it is not I've Got a Feeling. It's not the baby. Oh yeah, yeah that it's, is. Uh... But is that is, is that not the song? Like in parentheses, it's not the name of the song. I've got a feeling it's Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, I was gonna say that's different. Man, it's like 2006. <laughs> was it? Slightly different. Feeling? Yeah. Um, 
But uh, y'all yeah. y- 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 know what I'm talking about anyway. All right. Uh, for me, I am really happy with the inclusion of Earth, Wind, and Fire. But oh, was that in the ship? Yeah, when they were okay, okay, okay. Yeah. In the in the org. Yeah, org. that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Reasons? That was that was a good use of reasons. Yeah. That's true. Oh, other than that, not super impressed by the soundtrack. This is definitely the weakest. And I and he probably didn't want us to focus on the music, so he probably pulled out the be- like the better, I, you know. I would agree. Um so. I, I think I think this was a situation of like strategically not doing a right. fire soundtrack as to not take away from the emotion that was happening. But I it feels assume. like like 80s got a bunch of like sad ass songs. Like you, I'm sure you could have just thrown one in there for Rocket or something. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, that's what I, mean. I didn't pay no attention. I'm be honest with y'all. I think I'll have nah, to on attention. a second watch through pay closer attention because like looking up the, right. the soundtrack. Obviously, I recognize pretty much all the songs, but I don't. I also don't remember too much. But Guardians Two is just so far down there on my list. I really don't remember the soundtrack too well. <laughs> It was a pretty no, good soundtrack. Uh, it was a really good soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. for Guardians 2, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was a pretty yeah, strong soundtrack. On there. Yeah. But, um... Okay, so... The opening is Rocket's beginnings, pretty much. Like, we just see a black hand take him out mm-hmm. of a cage. And then we jump to the Guardians on Nowhere. Now... Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. That was a good scene already. You see a young Rocket's face and like it's super close on him. And then mm. they kind of age him up. You can start seeing the grays come in. I like that. That was good. Yeah. Like and that. that's really, really well done, especially in CGI. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. you know, we see that happen with like real people all the time. Like they'll have the child and then it'll like move over to the adult. But like to do it in CGI was to me impressive. I don't know if it took any like real work, but like, no, I like that. Could, that was good. Like you could tell the difference as it happened. Right. And so yeah, like that was that was well done. Um if you did not watch the Guardians Christmas special, then there's probably some things in here that make no sense to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh because like sister, brother, sister. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, the Guardians Christmas special uh threw in some very important things so that you will have to either just be confused or you'll have to go back. And uh, work at Disney Plus because in the Guardians Christmas special, that's where we see that they purchased Nowhere. And that is where we find out that Ego was the father of Mantis as well, which are Mm -hmm. two important pieces of information, along with uh, Kevin Bacon's any mention of Kevin Bacon. Right. I say yeah. If you if you didn't see that, if you didn't watch the special and you watch the end credit scene, like the one with the grandpa, you'd be like, "I don't get what's going on." Yeah, right. and that's if you were even paying attention to the newspaper. Yeah, uh, right. David, they, you, they weren't talking about that. David, did right. you like the Christmas special? I don't think we talked to you about fun. it. Yeah, I think oh, it was fun. I think you know it was goofy and it added some of these elements that they include in Guardians Three. So I think it you know it was. I'm glad I watched it. I don't know if it's something I'll necessarily watch again, right. but it was something that was, you know, kind of fun to watch and kind of in between, you know, movies and shows that came out. Yeah. So it was a good time. So 
we see Star Lord getting drunk uh, because he's not he's he's still not okay. And My boy they, down bad. Yeah, like they say mm-hmm. uh, again. So obviously, this is an ongoing like this. This is something that he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, is just getting drunk on a regular basis, uh, and then yeah, having to pretty much be carried out. And then Adam Warlock just shows up. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. that, just, that just started. I was like, damn. Yeah, like, he I ain't just... gonna lie. When I first saw him flying through the galaxy, his suit almost looked like an Iron Man suit. Did y'all notice that or no? Like, I just saw the red and yellow, and it immediately made me think of Iron Man. I was like, do he have an Iron Man suit on? That, mm. I didn't see that. Like, that didn't hit my eye in that way. It reminded me of the extremist armor from Iron Man 3, the the yellow and gold. Oh, I mean, the red and gold. So, mm. I don't know. I saw that. I was like, that kind of looks like Iron Man. Kinda, but, his stuff kind of reminded me like Eternal, uh, Eternals, like, gear, giddy up. You know what I mean? I don't know. Okay. Um, nah, I, I, I wouldn't get down with it. I, I, Brandon, I see how you got there. Yeah, it's like very royal type type gear oh okay i see what you're saying now yeah because the eternals they did all look like they were like in royalty yeah, yeah. like they they looked like they were a council of yeah. some kind um so yeah like adam warlock show, like, he just shows up and is immediately a problem like he just hits rocket yeah and, like they just start going right and um that was the first time we saw nebula uh like crickety crack her way up <laughs> when did, when did Nebula get all the extra stuff? Rocket did that, evidently. Oh yeah, she did. She did mention that, huh? Yeah, because yeah. um, yeah, she. I know that was it. Infinity War when she like burnt her hand, her whole arm, uh, getting the power stone, or yeah. game or one of them movies. She she one burnt. She burned her whole shit. And uh yeah, Rocket, I get PS. Um I'm assuming that this was Rocket paying her back for Winter Soldier's arm, which he got gifted in the Christmas special. Oh yeah, that's right. Like she she definitely I don't know if she went and got actual Winter Soldier's arm. I don't know if that's the old one or the vibranium one, but it's a knockoff. she she absolutely <laughs> gave him a winter soldier arm. Uh, that's the one from Wish. It wasn't real. <laughs> Wish did a great job on that. Thing, <laughs> yeah. it, it didn't fit. No, you, you must ain't order from Wish. Like, he thought it would fit, and he dropped it on. I was like, nah, this don't fit. <laughs> got an extra yeah. large instead of a medium. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm guessing that he was like, well, thank you. I'm going to do something for you now. And right. he gave her an arm that she can form into weapons and shit. Right. So, uh, she, def- she definitely used it. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's one of the things that we saw off screen. But she just kind of casually mentioned, like he upgraded me, and mm-hmm. so I'm here for him. Right. Like, I- I'm riding for Rocket today. Yeah. I guess the I guess I didn't catch that. So I guess that makes sense why she. Well, obviously she's been rolling with the Guardians for a while, but I was like, that's why she's so emotionally invested in mm-hmm. Rocket. It's because like he's done so much for her. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. okay. And they they also have like a connected history because she mentions like what happened to him is worse than what happened to me. Right. Yeah. And so she she finds a common place with Rocket, and which uh, I don't know because uh, 
Y'all remember that one scene was in Infinity War when Gamora, I mean, not Gamora, in game, in game, yeah, she was all like sliced up, she's all separated, and yeah, yeah, I'm like, pieced up, that was pretty bad, yeah, but I what what Rocket went through, like, he it was some Nazi shit because he had a number tattooed on him, yeah, thanks. But I mean, she got a lot of her. I mean, I guess he did too. A lot of her body replaced with robotics, mechanical stuff. I guess he yeah. did as well. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the experiments that he went through, like, I'm sure that that was the painful part because the, you know, the extremities being replaced, that's a part of it. But then, like, his mind being altered and all that, I'm sure was also incredibly painful because I would imagine that any, transformation process hurts and the fact that he had to like you know grow into because raccoons are relatively because they already have hands and they can stand on two feet and all that but um yeah i mean he still had to kind of be transformed into a more human like being and i'm sure that that's a painful process yeah when his like first words like hurts yeah, yeah and that was the first time yeah. I was like, oh, my soul. Yeah, because yeah. Like, yeah, like, he had, yeah, like his head was shaved, so they had yeah. obviously been in there. Yeah, got the surgery. I was like, oh. and yeah, like she, and he had she, like this young voice. It yeah, hurts. yeah, like, he, like yeah, oh. he said hurts in his baby voice, and it was like, oh. yeah, oh. Yeah. you know, what's crazy, and I think I told David this. I was like, even though I knew Rocket's origin from the comics, I still got caught. Crying, I'm like, yo, I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like I knew Lila was gonna die. Like I yeah. still cry. Right. Like this is crazy. P.S. Uh, do y'all know who voiced Lila? I don't know. Hawkeye's wife, Velma. Really? Yeah. It took me a minute to hear her, but yeah, once I was like, is that is that Velma? Mm. Who is this? Is it... I don't know. Uh, Someone, Jeremy Rayner. I was like, I like how you call her Velma, and not her actual name. Yeah, I don't know her name. Um, <laughs> to me, she's she's the she's Lauren from Boy Meets World because Corey uh, was out there. All the girl you kissed. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And she's Velma from Scooby Doo. She's yeah. she's Hawkeye's wife. Uh, that definitely. Yeah. Are we talking about Hawkeye in real life or in the movie? In the movie, <laughs> Linda so Jeremy Renner's it. wife, Hawkeye's. Her wife. name's Linda. Cardellini or however you say the last name. Yeah. You've recognized you see her face. Yeah, like she's in a bunch of stuff. She's Velma from Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah, but Obviously. last time I saw Scooby Doo was when it was 2002. She was I mean uh, you remember what it what what was that Infinity War? Yeah, Wait, she was in uh Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, that's right. Yeah. That was yeah. the first time she showed up. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, now that I, now she say it, I hear it. You're right. Yeah, but it, it took me a minute to hear it, like because I was sitting there, like I know that I have heard that voice before, and I always try to figure out who voices people before we yeah. get to the credits. And I, I, yeah, eventually I was like, I think that's Velma, but they've already used Velma, so like, why would? But that's who it was, bro. They didn't have to do floor. I know we're skipping, but they didn't have to do floor like that. Bro, that was creepy as I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, you tore his face up. Now he has spider leg. I was like, come they remind, on. They reminded me of the uh, the big head from Toy Story. Oh, I was going to say, like, it yeah. felt like when I saw them, I was like, oh, this is some Sid from Toy Story shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like that's exactly what came to mind. And then I realized like, oh, actually this is more like what happened to Nebula. And then Nebula makes the reference herself. And I was like, ah, right. okay. So um, let's get back on the rails. Yeah. Um, so anything about Adam Warlock appearing and fighting the Guardians um, and then uh, Nebula stabbing him? Because we see him fight pretty much each of them. Yeah. And, and he looked look powerful. Yeah. yeah like yeah. He, he, he handled yeah. Drax. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, and it was so funny because the way that he threw Nebula and then the way that Drax threw him, there was a clear power difference. Like, yeah. Nebula got yoked. Like, she, <laughs> like, Nebula was flying and he just yeah. kind of like gently glided right. when Drax threw him. So I was like, either he's a lot heavier than Nebula or he's a lot stronger than Drax. Because right. uh, when Nebula got thrown, she was done. Yeah. <laughs> she's out of there. Like, she had to, like, recrack her shit right. <laughs> she, like, pop-locking back to... Back to yeah. <laughs> uh, she had to jabberwocky <laughs> her way uh, back to standing up. That but, is hilarious. <laughs> uh... So yeah, Adam Warlock, he showed up and demonstrated that he was a problem, but not too big of a problem. Um, because yeah. I I was kind of wondering, like, whenever he was like, that hurt, and then he dipped out. I was like, oh, he about to get some upgrades and be a serious issue right. later on. Because one of the things that uh they were talking about whenever the high evolutionary was scolding uh the tall gold lady, which PS, the fact that he was standing on a stool talking to her was hilarious to me. <laughs> Yeah, because that is a she is a tall lady, like in real right. life. I think she's I think she clears six two in real life. Dang, yeah, she's she's a tall lady. But uh, yeah, the fact that he got up on a stool to talk to her was hilarious. <laughs> he is a uh, small dude. Yeah, That's but funny. um, yeah, whenever he was pretty much scolding her, um, and saying like what the fuck he's supposed to be perfect and she was like you took him out early like, like he's basically a child right like he wasn't done cooking yet right i was like okay they're gonna we're gonna we, we might see like an evil upgraded adam warlock later maybe yeah potentially because yeah, I, I was i was thinking that they were kind of going in that direction but it looks like they did not so we see that rocket is early like we see he's wounded and star lord tries to heal him and it doesn't work because of the kill switch and then star lord does the whole oh if only i wasn't drunk i would have it started shut the fuck up you were not going to be able to help against adam warlock yeah like, he wouldn't be able to do nothing i you see why too. you're yeah i feel i see i get you but like right. nah you being drunk did not contribute to the right. situation like this is right. this is how this was going to go so then we get into the crux of the movie. They say we need to save him. I don't give a fuck what else need we're saving him. Period. Right. And the fact that that's what the movie was about, I was like I I support this. Yeah, cuz I'm I, I don't need the world to end. Yeah. I need, I, yeah, I don't need those kind of stakes and like all that shit like we are on a mission to save our crew member. Let's fucking go. And yeah, for, like, especially up. for the Guardians. Yeah, especially for the Guardians. Like, you would think the Guardians, with them protecting the galaxy, you think they would go all big. 
But for this movie, they did the opposite of what they did, and they decided to keep it small stakes. Yeah, like wanted to keep it about their life. Because the fact that they used the high evolutionary, I was like, oh god, this is about to get ridiculous. But it stayed contained, uh, in my opinion, anyway. It's it stayed a lot more contained than they led me to believe it was going to. Uh, again, with the inclusion of the high evolutionary, because he's he's big ticket usually. Let me. Yeah. I got a question for David because I know Spencer, I know Brandon. David, did you watch any trailers for this movie? Uh, no. I don't believe I watched a single one for this. Okay. I only watched the first teaser that they released. I know Spencer didn't watch any. Brandon, did you watch the first one or anything? Uh, I had to watch it the pretty recently when I went to the movies to see something else. And I, that was the first time seeing the trailer, though. Okay. Okay. I was just yeah. curious about that. Yeah, in my movie, anytime they start showing trailers I don't want to see, I get on my phone and start sending out my what's the next movie we're seeing texts. Right. Yeah. So like today I was sending out the Across the Spider-Verse texts. So listeners, you can look forward to a review on that later on. Um so I I like that they kind of brought it back to our world and said you know he has this company where he does genetic experiments but it's really just a shit like it's 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 a front for Mm -hmm. the shit he's really doing Uh, i guess the genetic experiments are what's being fronted but i like they were like uh they were basically like it's capitalism like he has these corporations in the front to like lead people to believe everything is above board but here in the back he's doing wild shit and he's using you know his corporation to do that and i was like that that feels real earthly right but i mean they they made it clear that earth kind of rules all because the fact that they were speaking in years and mm-hmm. are not of earth makes no sense like yeah the fact that uh star lord was like yeah people on earth live to be like 50 years old yeah he's like yeah that was funny yeah like and him having that point of reference makes sense because he was eight whenever he got taken but mantis shouldn't know what the fuck that means because don't worry about it (laughs) this is one of those things (laughs) yeah and you know i i always mr logic over here again Adam Warlock flying around and shooting lasers, perfectly fine. Well, well, they did visit Earth in the Christmas special, maybe. But but she was there for like what six hours? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, yeah, she probably also wouldn't know about ages in their mind. Exactly. Maybe maybe it's like uh maybe like a textbook history of like entire planets or something. (laughs) Drax uh, taught that they study. I mean, but I mean, but for them to use that, it doesn't matter. Um, and then. Of course, Kevin Bacon's over 50. So, how did uh remind me why did the Ravagers show up? They were there because Nebula called them in for help because Nebula's been in contact with them the whole time. That's right. Okay. Yeah, we didn't okay. know that because Star Lord didn't know that. That's oh, right. I honestly okay. have forgot that uh she's still alive. Nebula? No, no, or, I'm no, sorry, Gamora. Gamora? Yeah, I yeah. forgot. I forgot that she was alive. I remembered because I knew that they were going to do the whole "I'm not your Gamora" thing. Like I, right. yeah. I saw that coming from a mile away. 
yeah. whenever Endgame happened and she didn't get snapped off. Yeah. Right. Not completely. She I swapped completely off. About that. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah, they're going to. Yeah, I, I I know what this is. So I, I did like the inclusion of that team. I forgot the actual name, but the Stallone. Um, oh, group. the dude with the the dude with the floating head. Yeah, like the that's diamond the dude. Group. Yeah, in, yeah. The, in the comics, and, uh, I just forgot their names. That uh, that magic snake, uh, that that couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. That thing was a problem. Right. Yeah. Oh, like, that whole crew was dope. Yeah, the funny scene. This is this is what I liked about this movie. They had the funny scenes, but they didn't overdo it. Because remember, Adam Warlock, oh, somebody was like, yeah, kill the dude with the carrot head. And then they like yeah. changed to the carrot head dude. He's like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, so they leave. He's still alive. He's like, ooh, like, yeah. Yeah, dodge that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that, was... That, was, that was funny. They didn't overdo or anything. It was just such a subtle thing. That whole that... scene while they were in there was hilarious. So let's talk about that scene before we get into Rocket's uh, history. So this is where we meet Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. Um, they are able to break through all of the shields. And I don't know how they were just like, yeah, just turn the shield off. It's like, oh, yeah. y'all notice how many right, times? Because they said impenetrable shield. And they were like, not a problem. Star-Lord did something. I just, he kept doing it. They're just One flipping the switches on his own ship. I didn't really get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did it like we were just in the know of, of space tech. Did y'all notice uh, how many times Mantis looked like she broke her neck on this in this movie? Oh, that's yeah. the ground. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Whenever, they, whenever they dropped her in the pit, I was like, oh, was like, <laughs> they did it on, yeah, the, on, like, on this part too with the moon part. It's like, yo, yeah. like, what in the world? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, she, there were a lot of necks in this movie because. Uh, we'll get to nebulas later, but um, yeah, Mantis, she, yeah, she must have yeah. soft bones or something because yeah, like <laughs> she, she, they she were popped right up too. I'm like, what? And let me say, this was a real, uh, they were real generous with this PG-13. Oh yeah, uh, I was gonna say that. I, that is one of my annoying. I didn't. I I had no reason for them to do include all the things that they included. Like a lot of it could have been left out. It was that hard F. I know we're not there yet, but the hard F word. Yeah, like that was no need to be added in there. Hey, you get one a movie. Yeah, oh, and it was hilarious. I, but, I loved it, time. but now, yeah, but it was well placed. I can't, well I can't placed. let my kid watch the movie now. Well, you got to wait till she's older. Thirteen. I know. Mean, now you probably shouldn't, anyways. Now, is that, murdered. is that the first fuck in a Disney property? That's the first in MCU history. I don't know okay. about. I'm pretty. It probably is to be honest, because well, they they, they let that thing fly. Movies. Well, that's even that's what I'm Thor, saying. Like, again, this was a loose PG-13. I'm in Thor: Love and Thunder. They showed his butt. I'm like, yo, Disney is like they, these movies are getting looser and looser. Man, butt cheeks is usually fine as far as like. Oh, we got we got wait till we see the the, the community the woman butt cheeks. Yeah, like then then <laughs> it's gonna be like, oh, they're exploiting her. So yeah, <laughs> but man, butt cheeks is fine usually on TV. But man, that's sexist. That's crazy. No, but time that, time to move well, on from this. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we've been seeing man nipples this whole time. So no, yeah, we're gonna see the we're gonna see the other side. No, no, I'm gonna I'll be on here to make sure that Jordan does not get canceled. So yeah, we'll exactly. continue we'll continue the conversation. Spencer, go for it. I see uh, Black Widow, <laughs> Black Widow too. No, Stop. no, all right, dude. Stop it. All right, this all right. Guy. Uh, so they again, just break through these impenetrable shields. 
barely an inconvenience. And then they get in there and Nathan Fillion shows up and they're like, what the fuck is what, like they they do the whole act thing and Drax is just confused. Uh, yeah, Drax is boy. I tell you, that boy was slow. <laughs> yeah, everybody then, got one on eighteen. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's when Nathan Fillion was like, I got one of those too. This guy, <laughs> super proud of him. Like, <laughs> couldn't be better. But this fucking guy, he was, he was like, like, hey, he was I like, I'm Drax right here. Was really good. I thought yeah. like his timing. I, there are times where Drax like. He is really funny, but at times you're kind of like, okay. But this, I thought pretty much every line he had was pretty perfect in this movie. This this is why it's better mm-hmm. than Guardians 2, because in Guardian 2, he just did a lot of cringy stuff. I'm just like, uh, but in this, it was like perfectly timed. Yeah. I feel like they pulled him back a bit. So then oh, it yeah. doesn't, you're not overexposed. Whereas two, it was just like Drax. You're just getting he had success in one, so they're just like Drax, Drax, yeah, Drax. Give him yeah, all the minutes. Over over. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of shot attempts. So, um, yeah, they are on there, and then Harcourt is, you know, trying to figure out what's going on, and she eventually does. And, uh, you know, fight breaks out, and again, they hit Drax with that motherfucking bop gun. And Dude, I'm just, telling you, I thought he was gone. He died. Like, especially, again, the, the first one, I was like, ooh, that thing got some kick on it. But when... Yeah. When Nathan Fillion hit him with the second one, I was like, oh, we're done. We're yeah. done here. I thought it was going to be a whole thing. Yeah. I, th- I, get, I thought we were done. Uh, so yeah, that, they 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 got me. Yeah. Um, I thought it was then, a wrap. Do y'all kind of wish, let me ask all three of y'all, do y'all kind of wish that he would have died? No. no. Because no. of because of how they used him later, no. Yeah. We didn't get the payoff. We wouldn't have got the dad payoff. Ah, oh, true. That's true. We wouldn't have got none of that. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, he wouldn't have been able to rally the children. And yeah, like right. the, the whole, like, why didn't you tell me you spoke their language? Why didn't you ask? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Okay. I, I was wondering, like, if he would have died at that moment, would it have added more to the story? Like, more stakes now, even more. Right. I, I'm I glad they didn't just because yeah. of, again, how they used him later. Yeah. Right. But I, I can see what you mean. I definitely, I think if, and I'm glad the way it ended, and we'll talk about that, but it definitely, if you, somebody would have just got offed early on, it definitely would have been like, oh, snap. Like, you know. Like, yeah, like this movie has some stakes for the Guardians. Right. Like, it's for real, for real. So they're on the ship. Uh, the fight happens. Uh, and, you know, Peter says to Gamora like you get to see the man in action yeah <laughs> and he yeah, starts is. yeah he starts talking to old girl whoa, and whoa, then whoa, Brandon, Gamora bro. you over 30 what you doing using the word Riz what are you talking about you can use the word Riz no that is a 25 and below term we don't use oh, I didn't know we had rules I didn't know that you too you too old for that, too okay. old for that. sorry okay. you've been hanging around all these young kids man, <laughs> man. all right okay. sorry got triggered there for a minute triggered okay yeah um, <laughs> a <little> sensitive ass <laughs> mr percival do you use the word riz what <laughs> look at me absolutely yeah. <laughs> i wasn't making any assumptions but okay Spencer, do you use <laughs> the word absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not but... exactly exactly brandon you too old to be using the word riz. i don't use it in my common language it was a joke though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's an age thing i think it's just oh, de- uh no it's definitely an age thing you think so Oh, is this a what's what's this Gen Z? 
the 23 year olds, the Gen, Gen X, whatever Gen they is. Zoomers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's them. Yeah. Sorry. I feel All old. right. Yeah, I feel like the old man just now. Good. Good. You should. Um, yeah. He pulled, <laughs> he, pulled, he pulled out his game. He tried to spit game at her. Yeah. And then uh, Gamora was like, fuck that. And took her and hostage. She pulled it out. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah, the blower, was, I mean, I didn't. I was like, "Why did you do like that escalated <laughs> way too fast?" Quickly, because yeah, like you know, Starlo was doing the whole "Hello, ma'am." Yeah. I would just like to. Uh, have you heard the good news about our Lord Jesus Christ? And then, <laughs> and like, then Gamora, her name and everything. Yeah, Gamora's like everybody on the fucking ground, right? <laughs> yeah. like, Dude, what are you doing? And she was like, she wasn't falling for it. Yeah. And he was like, "No, I was, yeah. I was, I was working it." She was like, "No, you weren't." Right. Hey, he he got a good payback though. He got oh, a good yeah. payback. Yeah, he got he's it. Later. Get, you know what he needed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So that worked out. But yeah, and then later he does the you know, please, I just want to help my friend. Yeah, yeah. I just want to help my friend. And then yeah, she lets him in. And he was like, "Got you, baby." I'm not that stupid. <laughs> he's like, I'm not that stupid. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, they escape. So now let's go ahead and talk about all of the um, flashbacks that we see. So we see Rocket and the High Evolutionary walking and, you know, he's going over like I and I don't know if he's talking to Rocket necessarily or if Rocket's just with him, but he's doing the whole like they're like super rage induced like because i was i definitely whenever uh whenever i saw the turtle in there i was like Ninja oh, turtle. Le- leonardo i'm gonna be honest <laughs> is so, that you so, so at the movie theaters when to go see it they were like a group this is why i hate teenagers i'm saying this is why i hate teenagers they were kind of talking you a little bit old, the bro. You bro, it's type energy today All right. Dude, I, yeah i'll tell you but there's like this little group of teenagers they were kind of talking being a little loud during the movie and even myself i'm like yo like i should go punch one of them in the face like I was, and then at that it's moment, assault, Jordan. Yeah, 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 that's why I didn't do. It. I was like, I got a life to live. I ain't trying to go through all that. Uh, but at that moment, somebody was like, oh, "There's Leonardo," <laughs> and so I see this uh, older white man. He walks down. He leaves the theater, and then I see him come from the opposite direction. Like he came back in pretty fast from the opposite side of the stage. And then next thing I know, the uh, like the security guard came in there and went to go talk to the, the uh, teenage boys. And they got real quiet after that. And I was like, good for that old man. He went to go snitch and they ain't even know it. I was like, good for him. Because I wanted snitches to do it, but stitches, ain't no way man. I was going to do that. Yeah, got that stitches, old, Jordan's got that old white man mentality about him. <laughs> dude, exactly. I'm telling what you. it's feeling like. Dude, I'm like, get yeah. off my lawn. Like, don't you Pull up your shorts. Right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pull up your pants, young man. Hooligans around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, that was the moment. Listen to that hippity hop. <laughs> Listen to that mess. Yeah, but I, I definitely uh, thought about the Ninja Turtles when they did that. That would be a cool little reference, though. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, Raphael, okay." Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, so we see Rocket pretty much figure out like, "Oh, this is why." Yeah, right. And the High Evolutionary is like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, he did not expect that. Did not expect that at all. And he's been chasing that. Like that. That was his whole motivation. It was right. like, I have got to figure out how the fuck this happened so he does it and then he like pulls rocket out and he was like how the fuck did you know that how did you know it because it worked 
Well, yeah, when he when he came crying to him, I thought he was dying or something. I'm like, he is distraught. I'm like, what is his problem? Like, I thought he was right. like dying and he needed a rocket to help him out. He's like, no, how did you know? Yeah, he was like, no, you 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 figured it out, right. and I have to know how. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I have a question because I don't I'm not familiar with him in the comics, but is that like his personality is just like because he pretty much any time he was talking any of his lines were just like kind of screaming and yelling and i didn't know if like in general that's just how he acted or it was about the high evolutionary yes yes yeah i think i think he's more of like the cocky the very cocky outspoken smart guy like wants to continue knowing everything wants to continue building towards his perfect civilization yeah yeah. i don't know him as very emotional but i don't know him very well so yeah yeah I feel I, like he doesn't he doesn't really pop up a lot. You know? Yeah. But like I don't have the authority to speak on that, but uh is with my little understanding of him, yeah, he's he's not he doesn't have that emotional piece to him, really. Right. No, um, I agree with that. As far as how he was represented, other than the emotional pieces, I feel like they lightly modeled him after Kang in Ant Man 30. Um, mm, okay. In in the whole like super serious villain in a comedy movie, and uh, the whole honestly on his own ship having ultimate power, right? Like whenever yeah. he whenever he was on his own ship, like he was doing some of the same shit Kang was doing with like locking people down with uh, telekinesis and uh, you know openly using threats to say I will I will ruin everybody's fucking day. I can if see I that. do what I want. But yeah. and that's why I say lightly, because again, he had a lot more emotions within him. Um, and he was a lot more like singularly focused on one objective. Mm. But um yeah. Anyway, um the high evolutionary is like I'm super impressed, but like uh no nah, it's a problem for me that you did it and i couldn't yeah and so we also see where rocket got his name from too like he sees the rocket yeah. taking off and we yeah. finally got to see that yeah that was a cool touch yeah because he yeah. sees the sky yeah 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 that was that was a nice little moment and that's that the thing was. they sprinkled in those little like they, they made you love him more right yeah he was always right. my favorite guardian like, oh I've always, yeah i've liked rocket because yeah, Rocket is great, and so yeah, like they just made you, again, they, they made you love him even more, just to, you know, give you all this pain Wait. that he went through. So, David, who's your favorite Guardian? Rocket. Uh, mine's Peter Quill. Ew. No, yeah, I, was, I, mean, I, was just like, I was gonna say, <laughs> dude, you watch Infinity uh, War. It's uh, it's it's not Peter Quill. <laughs> I will no. say, James Gunn did say. He believes they made. He believes the Russo brothers made it harder to make a Guardians film after that because he he feels like Peter Quill wouldn't have done that. The Peter Quill he created or he wrote for wouldn't have done that, but they used Peter to do it to you know obviously punches Thanos and blah 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 and ruins the whole thing. And he said it kind of made it made Peter look like an idiot when in the first two. Guardians, he wasn't an idiot. Like he was very smart. He was very like knew how to run a ship, knew how to do a bunch of different things. And he was like captain of everybody. So yeah, he was basically saying like an interview, like, all right, that made things tough difficult. So we had to kind of figure out how to 
navigate around it. Yeah, making in Guardians 3 to where you actually believe in Peter again. I can see that, but also in like Infinity War, he has to, he's kind of going up against, you know, Thor, like Iron Man, like all these things where it's like those different personalities he's having to go up against. So I could see him as like his demeanor changing. Yeah. But I also see what you're saying where that's definitely a shift from how he was in the first two. Yeah. I would say because also in those movies, yeah, he was like Dave was saying, like he's trying to big up himself up against Thor up against Iron Man, like all against these other real manly characters who have like real leadership ability, which Peter does too, but he's comparing himself to them. Yeah, because they real beards and real like manly voices. Right. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. That's the guy, like they paired him up with Thor because they paired up Tony with Doctor Strange. Right. And then, yeah, they paired him up with Thor and that 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 was a challenge for him. Right. Because, you know, he's used to being the, he's used to Number being yeah, the number one guy who is the somethingist, whether it be the smartest or the coolest, the best right. looking, the right. uh, whatever. So yeah, like Thor just shook his whole shit up. Right. But right. um Oh, you know what? I, James Gunn saying that makes sense though. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I've got to mention this is just a little 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 nugget for people who know. Uh the high evolutionary, when he was in in the comics, one of his biggest People who inspired him is Nathaniel Essex. I can Essex. 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 Yeah. Do y'all know who that is? I do, and that's the vibe Brandon? that I was getting. Brandon, you know who that is? Wait, Nathaniel Essex. What is it? What is that? Hold on. No, tell me. Hold on. Well, David, I know you don't know him. Yeah, absolutely not. What do you think? Yeah, you have uh, to come at him like that. I know. I know. <laughs> I know you don't know. Those are rookies. <laughs> Uh, that is Mr. Sinister from the X-Men. Knew, if you think I about was it, about to say X-Men. God damn it. He was one of the leading geneticists and what is a high evolutionary, he focused on yep. genetics. Because, yeah, like Mr. Sinister's whole thing is making perfect mutants. Which yep. I will say, I thought about it and I got super excited because like, I want to see Mr. Sinister. Uh, I want to see Disney take a crack at Mr. Sinister. I think that would be a good move. Because um, I, I love Mr. Sinister. Like Mr. Sinister is a problem. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um so he basically says to Rocket, uh, hell no, nah, y'all ain't coming to the new planet. Right. Oh, I feel so bad for Rocket. It was like Rocket, you're a mistake. Other that than was... the fact that you knew what the fuck you were doing. <laughs> the rest of you is trash. Yeah. Is Did he say you were a he says something to him. He basically told him, like, how are you so smart you figured out how to, you know, fix this machine, but you couldn't figure out that you wasn't coming? Did he yeah. say you were an abomination? Yes, I think so. Something to I was effect. like, what? Like, that is wild. Like, yeah, like, he, yeah, that, he basically that crushed him. Yeah, he said, yeah. you are trash other yeah. than your brain. So exactly. I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. But the rest of you? Nah, yeah, you're I'm, spare in, parts. In the morning. Buddy. Yeah, I'm taking that thing in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And so... Uh, Rocket goes to his friends and he's like, "No, we got to get the fuck out. Like, we're not, we're not going." And they were kind of mm-hmm. like, "What do you mean, yeah. we're not going?" So that, that's not what Papa told us. Papa said yeah. we're going, <laughs> and he was like, "Nope, we're not." And then Rocket starts getting going with them hands. Oh yeah, yeah. like he was, he was Rubik's cubing. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's cool too because like, like it clearly shows that he 
in the back of his mind knew yeah. like he might need an escape plan. And so even that scene, a scene before or something where they're in like the, I don't remember what room you could That's see him like the rocket. Yeah. When he saw the rocket, he stole a couple of pieces or whatever to go right. back mm-hmm. in the cage. So that was cool. I like that. Yeah. And that, yeah. that shows his history. Like he's always, because uh, that's his whole thing. Like that's why Guardians Two happened. Like he just be taking shit. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so, yeah, I forgot that is that is what took the light just for no reason. Yeah, yeah so he uh, he be taking shit, and it, he like he's a collector of things. He's a klepto. And so, yeah, but yeah, he started Rubik's cubing, and um, the whole and he was like having conversation while he was doing it. And yeah, I, uh, yeah. I can't do a Rubik's cube today, so to be able to just be working that shit out and having like a, I was like, all right, uh, this is a pretty smart, uh, smooth, pretty smart little guy here. So, David, yeah. can you uh, do a Rubik's cube? No, I cannot. See, I, you're definitely in someone I put money on because he's, <laughs> Why? he's good white? at everything. No, he's good at everything. <laughs> oh, David's the type of dude you'd be like, he'd be like, I never played tennis before, and I'd be like, David gonna kill at tennis. He's one of them dudes. I go out there and just aces all day. Yeah, like we'd be like, we're going bowling. You have to pick. I'm like, I don't know if you can bowl, but shit, David. David. He's never done it before. Yeah, I'm putting money on David. Like, it's just the way it is. He's randomly good at something. Yeah, Rocket fashions together a key card, opens the door, and, you know, they're all emotional and hugging and shit. And then uh, High Evolutionary just comes in with the piece. Bro, bang, bang. And it was yeah, a that was, it, that was a very regular gun for them to be in space. <laughs> it's some Star Wars, like, yeah, like you know, stormtrooper like, type gun. Like, I feel like everybody else had like lasers and shit. That just that was just like a Glock. Yeah, he's got a Luger <laughs> over there. Just to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like pull the trigger back. <laughs> yeah. It's like I did not know Smith and Wesson were gonna be in the smoking. <laughs> but, yeah. That, like, yeah. That's I'm definitely hilarious. not a gun guy, so uh, yeah. if neither of those things showed up, my bad. But That's hilarious. Yeah, it's just a regular ass gun. Because I was waiting to see, like, I don't think Lila like bled or anything. No, she was just, was just a hole in there. Probably yeah. just because those insides, you know, not in there no more. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jeez, <all right>. she's, <laughs> she's mostly machine at this point. Yeah. So yeah, and then. Uh, then uh, nope. you know, then we got Teefs got hit, and the yeah. boy uh, Teefs and Floor got hit. Yeah, they they got hit in the hole because th- that was some stormtrooper shit where like no nothing hit rocket. <laughs> I thought about that too. <laughs> what? I thought about that too. When I see them in the background, I'm like what? They didn't they didn't get hit? But okay. as he was running through the thing too. But yeah, also, the uh, the high evolutionary was probably very clear. Like, do not kill him. Because yeah. we we need his brain, so I was like, "Oh, that's unless they, they purposely, unless they purposely, yeah, wasn't aiming for him, and they purposely aimed for her." Yeah, and that's that's what I'm assuming is that like they had orders not to kill him. So yeah, it felt like a like a G baby moment where like it was just like you look back and you're like, "Oh man, like he died." Come on, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, um, and then Rocket ripped his face off. Oh yeah, that yeah. was tough. He's going and, after his Yeah, he's definitely going in. Yeah, because yeah. I I was kind of confused as to how we got to the current high evolutionary because he still had a face and that's where all of Rocket's attention was. Yeah, yeah, right. too. Yeah, and and so whenever whenever we get to the end and we see like 
him actual shit off. I was like, ah, yeah, that's how we got here. Because yeah, I was red, like, red skull. Yeah, because I was like, why does he have a face, but the back of his head is gone? Like, yeah. But they they helped me with that. So um, and that's why that Skeletor reference was really good because of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah but please. um, back to real life. So we are are I guess we can talk about now. Uh, they escape the little weird organ corp thing. <laughs> yeah, and they don't have the kill switch that they or they don't have the kill switch unlock that they need and they find out that one of the henchmen has it so when they ride off to counter earth yeah so they go to counter earth and they're like it's probably a trap and they were like yeah it's it's not a trap it's a face-off and also him saying face-off was also funny <laughs> because uh you know yeah when drags off for sure uh being that little, little oh yeah, girl, whatever she was, <laughs> so good. off the dome, like, <laughs> so so she like just happily throws the ball. Yeah, yeah, I do. A bow. It's like oh <laughs> Jesus. It's like what we're playing. Pick that little girl out. Bro. Yeah, like dodgeball done. Yeah. Did y'all think they were gonna make a Batman reference? Because I thought, like, once they saw, like, the Bat people and the Batman, I thought they were going to be like, whoa, look, there goes Batman. Like, I thought since, they were going to say that. Yeah, like, since it's Guardians and they have, like, spoof and comedy on their side, I was definitely anticipating a Batman reference or a Man-Bat reference or something. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm surprised we didn't get one. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, But, yeah, so they arrive, people start throwing shit, and then... uh. I ain't gonna lie, I had a nitpick with that. Okay. The, where, where did all this random rocks come from? Because, like, the scenes before that, there was no rocks anywhere. And then uh, magically, I know where everyone's throwing rocks. And then, then you see the rocks on the ground. I'm like, yo, where are these rocks come from? Nah, like, don't worry about that. No, <laughs> sure got the detail. It, it, only, it only took me out the, minute, the, the movie for a minute. Then I got just grabbing asphalt straight out of the street and just throwing yeah, chunks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, where did that come from? And then I was like, all right, I just gotta ignore it. So one of the things that happened that I thought was hilarious, and this is something that people do anytime, not anytime, but a lot of times when English speakers are talking to someone that doesn't speak English, they talk really loud. (laughs) And I mean, I don't want to call it white people shit because I feel like everyone does it, uh, at least that speak English. But yeah, like the fact that the fact that they couldn't speak English and he was like, we are <laughs> trying to like it's like oh I hate it but that's very realistic right like that right. is absolutely what people do and <laughs> i thought that was really funny because <laughs> that was very like that's exactly what happens right and so yeah the whole and the whole dynamic of like uh, the husband being like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" Oh, <laughs> when he asked, when he asked for that car, he's like, uh, "We like, need that uh, car." He's like, he's like, "Oh man, my car!" It was like, like oh, you just noticed what thing was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was not happy. But mm. he he was exactly right to feel that way. Like, what the fuck, are you doing letting these strangers in the house? At the end yeah. of the day, we saw it didn't even matter because my boy High Evolutionary blew that thing up. Yeah, he did. Um, 
But I was wondering know, about that, like <laughs> all those people just died. <laughs> yeah, yeah we like, we've seen that he does not give a fuck about any of his no, creations. Yeah. No, I, also, know, honestly, like... stop, I honestly stopped thinking about those people. <laughs> like, <laughs> obviously, when they first start exploding, you think about it, but when they get up to the like ship or whatever, you're just like, eh, oh well, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they're dead, dude. I was like, like, that, group, that group, that group, and Star Lord seems really good though. Because, like, oh, I was, was wondering really when he was like, uh, Star Lord gave him the guns, he's like, you know what these are for, and then like when you see him pull out all the guns and then he throws yeah, that was the fire. Oh, that, that, was fire. That, was, that was fire, yeah, like, yeah. back to back. Yeah, that was fine. So we had like ten arms. Yeah, yeah. Groot, Groot was a problem. So yeah. we, they again, they Scooby do this thing, and they say, Drax, Mantis, you stay here with Gamora. Gamora uh, got on the phone, and oh, when Adam Warlock just evaporated that dude. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. He's like, show him we mean business. <laughs> yeah. uh, he like looks around like. All right. Huh? All like, right. Yeah, I was like, I didn't mean kill him. Yeah, like, and <laughs> like, who else was gonna show him? Oh, that was so funny. Like, yeah, that's the thing. The violence was hilarious to me. It was <laughs> because yeah, like that dude was. Oh, he cooked his ass. And she was like, <laughs> I said, just show him. We mean business. And she was like, I was Yeah, like, I did. <laughs> Did what you asked. Like, how is this not showing him we mean business? Yeah, oh, dude so... was that's hilarious. Yeah. Why would Look Gamora just up. give her coordinates to just anybody? I guess like she the... figured you must be a random ravager because that's whenever, what I thought too. Yeah. Whenever the tall lady was like, greetings. I was like, oh, so so Gamora, you just you just cool yeah. that clearly not being thank you. I'm you like, knew you called like, the dude. Yeah, if I call your phone and some random like woman answers, yeah, some like, British you know, lady, random answers. British, an- yeah, I'm, I'm like, be like, "Where Jordan? Yeah, <laughs> like, Where Jordan?" She's like, "Uh," I'm be like, "Nah, I'm good. I- I'll call him back later." Like, "Oh, yeah, that's all right." But yeah. so, so I'm assuming that was just an open communication to all of the Ravagers. It had to be, maybe. Uh, but maybe so. she called even- his name though. Oh well, then I can't. I can't help because yeah, she called. I, she called his name. Obviously, he doesn't sound like her, and so thank you for her to be like, uh, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, this, yes. this is he. <laughs> yeah, uh, here I'm sending you my coordinates. Come get me. She was like, oh, of course we can. Of course we can do that. Yeah, that won't be a problem nah, at all. I don't trust it. Yeah, so that was that. That was wild, but yeah, whatever. So. Obviously, they want to capture Rocket because they are trying to get back in the High Evolutionary's good graces. And so Adam Warlock shows up and, well, before that, uh, while they're upstairs having the meeting, uh, she's like, all right, now. And so Pigma goes and kind of... (laughs) And... uh, you know, got there and and was almost successful yeah. with abducting Rocket. And then uh, mm-hmm. Adam Warlock showed up. And I love that Adam Warlock's pet was one of the little Talo creatures. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, yeah, like he, he didn't have to do pigment like that. Uh, wait, what do you mean it was one of the Talo creatures? Oh, what do you mean it looked or, like it? It looked like one. It oh, may not okay, have been, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was probably just some, some random weird alien. 
but it looked like yeah. a Talo creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotcha. But yeah. Um yeah. And and just necked, necked yeah, the just... whole spot like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he ripped that thing off. Because I I thought it was just a neck, but when the head separated, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't have to do that. I mean, Pigma was trying to do too much, but still. Yeah. Okay. Also, Pigma was definitely not that thing's name. Uh, Pigma is a reference from something else. Oh, Larry will know exactly what I'm talking about. It reminded me of uh, the pig from Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't I think this one was like War Pig or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think its name was War Pig, but Pigma is from uh, Star Fox 64. And so, Mm. uh, yeah, Larry's going to get that reference, and uh, that's who it was there for. Anyway, so. they um in the meeting uh star lord was like uh there was an octopus selling crack to children oh yeah i noticed that <laughs> it was in the hood bro what's up yeah yeah there was some nonsense going on because yeah there, there was a fight happening uh yeah. yeah there was some children uh getting addicted to that crack rock yeah they went from <laughs> suburbs crack, to the hood crack, real crack, fast crack. Yeah, <laughs> and that was that was wild. Um, so yeah, Mantis gets left outside, and then whenever Star Lord brings up like, "Oh, your little perfect world is not great," he's like, "Yeah, I know," and I'm done with it. So <laughs> yeah, just gonna go ahead and uh, push the delete was, button, right? To all delete us to freaking uh, Drax. Uh, Gamora is talking to Drax, not Gamora, but um. Uh... Nebula's talking to Drax. Say, Drax, bring the ship. He's like, I would, but uh, she's like, where are you at? Yeah, he was like, oh, oh. <laughs> so whenever, yeah, like that person was riding by on their little motorcycle and he just clotheslined. I was like, oh, <laughs> that Jesus. was hilarious. That was yeah, hilarious. The clothesline was mean, mean. I'm like, you, you can just grab him. You need to like take yeah, his that, head off. Yeah, just a whole, just oh god, Bradshaw. Yeah, and then uh, of course. Uh, Nebula or uh, Mantis was like, "Oh, we're gonna go back to the ship." Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, when so he, stupid. and then when he didn't, uh, she I'm was like, "Come like, on now, you should know." Darn you, Drax. Yeah, I know, <laughs> Mantis I like, makes fun of Drax for being dumb, and then she does stuff like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Like, That's why you... Nebula was pissed. <laughs> yeah, we're all at... better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Nebula, so right, behind, right behind you. Yeah, because she was like, yeah, bring the ship right now. And he was like, oh, about that. Yeah. He's like, I told you, stay with the ship. Like, Yeah, like, who's watching Rocket? If exactly. Are, yeah, so that was stupid. Like, yeah, incredible. I, 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 was mad at, I was mad at it for that reason. Like, right. the, the fact that Rocket's just in there alone now. Thank you. And you Gamora, Gamora. Yeah, Gamora trying to get out. Yeah, Gamora don't care. I thought honestly, Gamora was gonna try to give him up because like she's just trying to get him out of here. Yeah, yeah. And she's a ravager. She just wanted to collect the highest, you know. Yeah, cause yeah, she might take him and be like, "I got him." Uh, What do you want for him? Exactly. But you know, Gamora's a good guy at heart, or whatever. So she was like, "They must really love you to be doing all this nonsense." Exactly. uh, Whenever Pigma showed up, she was like, "I am protecting this badger." (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I love the way she kept calling him Badger. Badger. Oh, be it, like 
I I was enjoying uh, the bingo game of rodents. He gets referred to as yeah, because somebody yeah. this might call him a squirrel. So he has the the ones that I have heard across the movies. He has been called a squirrel, a rabbit, a hedgehog, a badger, and a raccoon. That's right. Yeah. Uh, because he Thor calls him rabbit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rabbits. The tall lady was calling him a squirrel. Uh, somebody called him a hedgehog. And I think Gamora called him a badger. That's funny. So uh, I think Sylvester Stallone may have been the one that said hedgehog, but either way, like just just a bingo game of rodents. I was enjoying it. But mm. um, so Star Lord and Groot jump off with the guy, and he was like, "You're gonna kill us," and he was like, "No, I'm not. Don't worry about that." Yeah, that was brutal. Oh. That bro, that was a death. I was like, really? Did we need to do that? <laughs> yeah, like skidded his ass on, on him into the ground. Yeah. Skidded his ass. I was like, oh, and then drown him. Dead. And then yeah. rip his head thing off. Yeah, when yeah. he was yeah in the water. They, I, I think like, he was dead by the time he hit the water. Yeah, I I they were just like, gonna like scare him or like hover <laughs> along the ground. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely I thought, thought, yeah, like he was gonna be like, okay, okay, I'll give it to you. And but yeah, nah, he didn't get that option. I thought like Groot was gonna do like a parachute type thing. I did too. No, they used homie as, a, as the brakes. Yeah. Like, I, I also like, I thought that Groot, yeah, was gonna slow them down. Nah, he was yeah. he was the brakes. That was uh, a tough. That was a tough one. That was a death. I was like, "All right, James, good. All right, brother." Yeah, I, and, and again, I was like, "This is a real loose PG thirteen. Yeah, this ain't John Wick, man. You got to catch a bunch of bodies. Like, but come on, man. It's James Gunn, and again, yeah. I'm surprised Disney let him out the door with this. <laughs> well, yeah, he probably was like, "I'm leaving anyways." Yeah, yeah I was like, like that, that last day before you get fired. Yeah, like, exactly. just messed because, up everything. Because again, this is this is the point when we hear that f word. Or right. be- before that, but right. yeah, like whenever they Scooby Doo this thing, that's the that's the part Bro. where it happens. And when it happened, I was like, "Oh, oh, I loved it." But I, I thought was it was perfectly hilarious. Hilarious. It was I was surprised <laughs> because he was trying to get something done, and she was yeah. being stupid. He's like, "Open the, fucking yeah, open the." That f- was funny. Yeah, like it was it was appropriate. It made sense. I like, I thought it was great. And I, it was something I would do too. She's like, the button doesn't work though. The button should have been here, and then it should have been. <laughs> yeah, like every everybody was in the right. Because, yeah, exactly. yeah, like it was stupid. It was them. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, that was great. Open. The- <laughs> that was good, man. It yeah. was unexpected. Like that's not a moment where you think he would. Out of all the things that happened to him in that movie, that's yeah, not the time. That's the moment where he throws an f bomb. Exactly. But yeah, he was in get shit done mode. Exactly. And when so that happened again, go. yeah, it, it, I'm glad they made it to where he couldn't drive either. That yeah, was that, good. Yeah, when he was like, I was eight. Yeah, when, exactly. Yeah. So, but he he figured it out. Yeah, he did. He's a pilot. He could, yeah, I was like, yeah, going to say like he's a pilot, so he he got there eventually. Right. But, um. So yeah, the skidded dude on the ground, and of course Nebula, Drax, and mantis are like oh shit they're still up there so we gotta go oh, get them that was that was that felt, i feel bad for them they thought they were doing the right thing <laughs> yeah. i will say whenever the three of them jumped i thought oh we might lose somebody here oh yeah yeah well because then uh mantis almost fall yeah yeah and, yeah uh, i thought they were gonna die when the, the 
they start going in the higher up in the space. I yeah. thought one of them might dive in. I thought that because it was happening to all three of them, they were going to get out. Gosh. But like when they jumped, I thought, oh, somebody's not going to make the jump. Mm-hmm. And I guess that because most of the people in this movie had a oh shit, they almost died moment. And I guess that was well, Mantis's might have been when she landed on her neck multiple <laughs> times. But that but that last one when they threw her in the pit, man, you that heard one, it. Yeah, like that one. Ooh. It would have been a fitting death for Mantis for everyone just yeah. or like on the when they're landing on the like uh in the pit. No, the one where they're in space when they're trying to land and they turned on their like Gravity oh yeah, yeah. whatever. Gravity, she just yeah. like <laughs> dies on that, and everyone's just like, "What the heck?" <laughs> They're stupid. I mean, like some Deadpool X Four stuff. Like he just immediately died on right. as soon as they started it. Yeah. Um. So, um. They get on the ship. They see all the children, and it's like, "Oh shit!" These yeah. and those kids were those kids supposed to be animal based because those kids looked very human. At first, I thought so because they had the one that was running around a circle like a hamster. And then when you yeah. see them in the cages, they just look like regular kids. Yeah, like they just look like people. And yeah, I think it was just kids. Because I don't know if I don't know if they were a different color or if they had anything going on, but like we saw like clear animal human hybrids. Yeah. And I'm guessing the high evolutionary was like done with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Yeah, I, I, I wish was they kind of explained that better. That was the one thing I was just kind of like they didn't really get into, other than just having a bunch of kids <laughs> trapped yeah. in cages. But... Yeah, I'm just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? And so, yeah, we see all the kids, and then um, we see on the ship that Star Lord has got the code, and I thought they were going to require Nebula for that, mm-hmm. but. They were just kind of able to do it. Like, mm-hmm. like they played a USB style, like just plugged it up to something. Yeah. yeah. And then it just worked. Cause yeah, like I thought that Nebula was gonna have because she had the the whole like cyborg shit. So mm-hmm. I thought that because whenever they got it the first time, she was the one who was like reading it and like all that. So yeah. whenever she wasn't there, I was like, How are they gonna do this? But yeah, they just kind of plugged it in and it worked. Right. So uh, Rocket starts to die, and Gamora was like, "He's gone." And Starlo was like, "No, the fuck, he's not. Right. Not my not on my watch. Yeah, not on my watch." And started doing CPR, and then of course, uh, we see him in the the light place. Mm-hmm. And he meets with Lila and does the whole, "Hey, can I go?" Right. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, that was tough. And that scene was pretty standard i think they attempted to trick us and be like oh my god are we gonna lose him here but we all knew like this is not his time like he's she's gonna hit him with a night yet we that's how this happens every single time yeah and they weren't going to you know basically kill rocket the start have the whole movie be about saving Rocket and then not save Rocket. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I, like they're not about to not give Rocket like lines, or yeah, they're exactly. not about to not let Rocket get any redemption or come to terms with like come face to face with him again. Like we knew. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. you've ever watched a movie, you knew Rocket exactly. was going to have that. So, right. but they they tried. No, definitely, it was worth it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. It worked out. See his friends. Yeah, Lola and them again. Yeah. Yeah, I called her Lola. 
Lola. Oh, Lila. What was her name? Lila. Lila, yeah. Lola. Yeah. And uh, the other two. So he wakes up and, you know, everybody's happy about it. And then, again, for me, whenever, uh, you know, he was like, where's Nebula? And he was like, Nebula didn't make it. He was like, well, why the fuck <laughs> is she calling you right now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, shit, Nebula's yeah. alive. And so... <laughs> Um, you know, they have the whole, like, what are you doing alive? What are you doing alive? Right. And then whenever Rocket talks and they hear him for the first time, uh, yeah, man. again, if I was going to get got, it was right there. Yeah. Cause, that, was, uh, that was a lot. Because, yeah, whenever Peter was happy that Rocket was alive, you know, that was one thing. And then Groot. And, but, yeah, whenever, whenever they realized it, yeah, that was, uh, that was a powerful scene to me. Mm-hmm. And then the high evolutionary shows up and is like, go to sleep. And he throws them in the pit with the abelisks. And do we see them in Guardians 2? I think it was a Guardians 1. Or was it 2? Oh, it was the beginning of 2, right? Yeah, so I feel like it was the opening of 2. Whenever yeah, because oh, yeah. baby Groot Gru- was open. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yep. yeah. Mantis is like, uh, they're they're not gonna harm us. All of those yeah. teeth aren't for us. <laughs> and when that happened, I thought, okay, this might be where Mantis dies. I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> because I was like, I think that thing is gonna just bite her in half. <laughs> Bro, I was like, hey man, if you do that, that is cruel. Like if she walks up. That's some James Gunn uh, shit. Yeah. I, I thought very specifically, like, that's a James Gunn thing to do. It is like it's her just, just be just, like, ah, calm down, calm, and then she just oh, just eats her. Yeah, and then be like, or yeah, we I thought screaming. I thought it was gonna eat her, and then she was going to from inside of it, like manipulate it. Oh gosh, then, yeah. Like because whenever she, whenever I was like, okay, she may not die. I I thought it was still gonna eat her. Yeah. But it wasn't going to bite her off. It was going to yeah. like swallow her whole. And then from the inside, she was going to be like, yeah, you can let me out now. Right. Right. But um, yeah, she made friends with them. And, you know, that worked out. And then she used them to like bust through the wall. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, uh, Star-Lord is like, Craglin, I need a favor. And uh, they bring nowhere in and pull out the barrels. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. Everybody, they kind of feel like a Star Wars moment. Like um, when they first fired off the Death Star. That's what they remind oh, yeah. me of. Yeah. Okay. You see that. So, yeah, he pulls out the quadruple barrel, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I had four barrels and then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so. The high evolutionary at that point is like, no, I still want my raccoon. And his squad is like, um, no, right. we're leaving. Yeah. And so, yeah, everybody, like the coup just starts. Like everybody right. uh, is on the same page in the room. Like, no, nah, fuck this guy. He clearly doesn't care about us. And he is hyper-focused on this one thing. And we trying to live. So, uh yeah like all the guards turned to him and yeah like mm-hmm. he was like and she was like I am decapitated now. Right. Uh and he was like no you're not. 
Boom. Don't, yeah. don't get it confused, honey. Yeah. Dude blew everybody up. Yeah, he clean he clears the room. <laughs> clears the room. Yeah. Yeah, that was his power set was kind of cool too. Yeah, like he and that's why I think he reminded me of Kang because of how he was using his power on the ship. It felt like the same shit Kang was doing, just in purple instead of blue. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that's just me. Like it it felt like they just reused that same thing because Kang was doing that same like just uh telekinetically fucking people up and pushing them into walls and doing all mm-hmm. of that so like that that felt familiar so they are able to get the group back together and then they use cosmos telekinesis to build a bridge to save the children yeah and whenever was they that, were doing that was okay. that after the hallway scene like the I was gonna ask. You know the hallway scene where they're all fighting in the hall and I think that oh, is yeah, after. that was a great scene. I think that is after that was I a great I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, that was a really good scene. Um that's when Nebula's neck happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, she was just loose neck fighting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, when she when she got her shit rocked. Yeah. And yeah, her head was just loose. She was still shooting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that was, was a great action scene, though. But it was cool because they really focused like on every single person. Like each mm-hmm. person yeah. had like their own like moment, and no, it was yeah. really cool. Everybody yeah. was working. That was a really good scene. Um, yeah. I will say it was funny. Like the same the stormtrooper thing. Like how they started shooting, didn't hit anyone. Oh yeah. And I was like, that doorway wasn't that big. <laughs> yeah, like, somebody should have got clipped. Somebody should have, you know. You're bound to get lucky. Yeah, yeah, but nah, nobody. And I was like, mm, okay, whatever, that's fine. Um, <laughs> right. It's a movie. I need to make peace with that. Henchmen can't shoot. Like that's this is the way it is. Poor training is. throughout. Yeah, like that's a that's a staple. So yeah, that um, thank you uh for bringing that back up because yeah, that was a very good scene. Um. One of the, I mean, the the movie hit was full of good scenes, but like that one was very good. Like as far as action scenes go, in the MCU, honestly, like that was a yeah. good one. Yeah. So Adam Warlock shows up a fucking gin. Yeah. Whenever they are, you know, saving the children and all that, and then uh, they save his life, and he's like, "But why would you do that? I'm the villain." And they were like, because we need you later. Right. <laughs> you think this is? Uh, but, you know, movie to make, buddy. but because yeah, they're heroes, and, yeah, Groot does yeah. the I am Groot. And it's like, what he said was, everyone deserves a second chance. Right. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, while that's happening, Rocket comes across the animal cages. Mm. And. He finds all the baby raccoons. The babies. Who I'm... Did Rocket get... Because that had to be a new batch yeah, they of gotta baby be different raccoons. Group. Yeah, that's a different group. They got to be a different group. Because... <laughs> uh, Stepdaddy. Yeah, kid out there. Because Rocket... Been, <laughs> you know, Rocket's been a guardian for a while. And so this, is, this yeah. has got to be a new batch of babies. Yeah. That makes so, sense. 
That's anyway, he looks at the 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 info and is like, "Raccoon, yeah, okay, fine." That's right. Because yeah. he spent all this time saying, "I'm not a raccoon." He never says that he's not anything else. He never says well, he's he, not a. Ra- he, he always says, "Ain't nothing like me in the galaxy." No, I'm saying yeah. in the movies, like he'll say, "I'm not a raccoon." But anytime he was called any, like when Thor was calling him rabbit, he was like, "Oh, what?" But he yeah. never said, "I'm not a rabbit." He would only say, "I'm not a raccoon." Yeah, because calling raccoons like the N word, he's like, he didn't, he didn't want no, he can't be associated <laughs> with that. So no. But then he took the N word back. Exactly. <laughs> I know what James Gunn was doing just then. Yeah, it's stupid, bro. Yeah. He um, took the N word. Yeah, he took the N word, made it good, put a positive spin. It's like when I say it, it's fine. <laughs> but y'all can't say it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a new R word out here. Uh, it's raccoon. Man. I will say when the baby raccoon like went up to to Rocket and like, yeah, to start, you know. It just seemed that was a really cool scene. That was yeah. a really and I'm, cool, like touching. He scene. still had his key card. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that too. Like I was, he kept oh, that yeah, this that whole true. time. Well, oh, they showed it. The didn't break. they show? I was yeah. They go ahead and say it. No, they showed it at the very beginning of the movie, like in the first like what thirty seconds or something like that. I don't remember yeah. how quick it was, but he put it in his pocket, and then no, that was cool. But I didn't That's know. True. I didn't need to know what it was yet. So. I thought it because in the beginning of the movie, I thought it was just a cassette player. I did too. Mm. I think that's yeah. what I thought. Like, I thought it was a music something because that's gotcha. a thing. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad you noticed it because yeah, they they I would have had to catch that on the second watch. Right. So, um, yeah he he opens up the raccoon cages and and was he gonna open up the rest of them? I think you know he hesitated. It was looking like he opened the raccoons and was like, all right, let's go, guys. And that was it. Be blessed. Be blessed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm 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 going to just take these guys and uh, head out real quick. And there was another moment I thought he was going to get got. It was right there. He was going to get all of them, be all happy for a second, and then... Then bow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the High Evolutionary shows up, and, you know, Rocket is hemmed up, and then Rocket just kind of, like, touches his gravity boots and isn't hemmed up all of a sudden? Well, he uh, oh, he learned that he knows what the he knows what the high evolution high evolutionary's power is about gravity, and so I feel like he that's why he, remember he had those gravity boots. Yeah, and it, yeah, he was using those at the beginning, but I didn't think that they were for the high evolutionary. Well, I, he he he's, he's like Tony Stark, man. He's always thinking ahead. No, okay. I don't think yeah, he, he was, thought about he would have fought the uh, evolutionary, but. Yeah, because he was testing him out of them. He's like, I'm just making sure these things work for whenever we need them. And I'm guessing that um, because it looked like they ended up using them whenever they went to uh, the Orgo Corp. Right. Yeah, on that little planet. But that's not something that Rocket, like they were doing that for Rocket. So, like, yeah, it's a good thing Rocket had them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just kind of turned on his gravity boots and he was like, all right. You're not a problem anymore, sir. Like, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're done. Just... We're done here. And then the other guardians show up, and again, the power of friendship. Yeah, they yeah. defeat him because he was he was all powerful for like a while, and then yeah, them gravity yeah. boots. It was like, and now you're useless. Is yeah, that yeah. when we saw his face? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. And who peeled it off? 
<laughs> Somebody was it Gamora who just like yeah it was Gamora. It's also, just, who who drop kicked him off. too? Did y'all notice that? Like, I feel like Groot threw him, and somebody just came through and drop kicked him. Did y'all notice Mantis, that when they're fighting? I think it I'd was. I'd have to Mantis. go back and I'm watch like, that Yo. because that like that sequence right there where they were just like tag teaming him or whatever was it was nice. Yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody drop kicked him. Like he was in yeah. the air flying, and somebody came through. Yeah, I want to say it was Mantis because Mantis did a couple drop kicks. Like whenever they were fighting on Orgo Corp, like whenever like, like Black Widow. Yeah, like whenever they were like, let's not fight. She was the first one to throw a roundhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she came out the <laughs> gate, like, all right, we're doing this. Right. So um his face was hideous. By the way. Oh, yeah. They he, R- R- Rocket fucked him up. It yeah. looked like Red Skull for sure. Yeah, that was rough. Uh yeah, it was uh yeah, it was bad. And again, mm-hmm. that, I I was immediate. I immediately jumped back to that Skeletor reference. I was like, "That was a good one." Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got a fucked up face and <laughs> a regular body like Skeletor. Right. right. So, um, that was great. But yeah, I I did think it was funny that Gamora just like gently peeled his face back. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really fun. Like like as if she was opening an applesauce. <laughs> that was uh that was a great but <laughs> so um yeah they just leave him there to die and then uh they are able to get off and then star lord is like oh no my music and so bro for that yeah that's the cassette player fell i was like oh well there it is in, folks yep. that, that yeah. i said the same thing as soon as the cassette player fell, i was like well there he goes it was like the Ant Man three moment. I was like, "Yep, well, here it is." Yep. Yeah. And so, whenever he started again, when he got all swole up, because when he was freezing, I was like, "There's still time." Yeah. And then when his face got all fat, I was like, "Oh, he's dead." Yep. He's dead. We're done. Yeah. And then when when Groot tried to reach him and then started freezing and couldn't, I was up, oh, up. Oh, all right, we're yep. we're done here. Uh, because I was, I was a wrap. Because I was like, he doesn't have ego powers anymore. So. Right. There's no he's not immortal. Yep. He's not he's not coming back. But yep. I will say Starler always keeps his rocket shoes on, like his little booster shoes. I was wondering how come he didn't have them. Because he had the gravity boots. I don't know. Yeah. He, every time we, every time we've this. seen him, he's always had rocket boots on. Yeah. And maybe he That's didn't wear them point. with those particular boots. He put on a new suit. You know what I'm saying? It didn't, it clashed. With his suit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah so. exactly. Like, I, 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 I thought I, was, I attributed that to the gravity boots, but I yeah. don't know. I also thought that was gonna be a moment, like maybe Gamora was gonna die. That was my last like thought. Was like, oh, how, yeah, kind of like a fl- callback to the first one where he saved her. Yeah, um, like she was gonna oh, go out there, and then, point. but then I was like, this isn't the actual Gamora, so killing her wouldn't really like have that same feeling. So, right. yeah. Yeah, but that, again, we, did, we were. Did they we do the whole like in the painting where you two finger? Okay, I thought I saw that myself. The, the Michelangelo, like, what? It's yeah. the it's the creation of Adam. Yeah, that's right. And in that painting, uh, you know, God is reaching out and touching right. Adam. And in this case, is that Adam, Michelangelo? Uh, yes, I believe. You so. Really want to know? Come on, come on, David. I, I assume you know it, David. Look it up, but I don't know like, <laughs> off my head. I'm fairly confident 
that but yeah we saw adam to. reaching out and his name is adam so am i an yes. art enthusiast jordan do i appear that way to you yeah kind of like brandon said we just assume anything <laughs> you just know everything <laughs> you could do anything yeah i'm fairly confident it's michelangelo because i don't think it's da vinci gotcha yeah. But I just wondered if I saw that myself or if that was like no, they for did. sure no, what they, they were doing. No, no, they absolutely did that. Like that was okay. just that was sure. very intentional. because uh, when I saw it, I was like, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah you saw that. Um the, the roles were a little switched, but because that painting is called the creation of Adam mm-hmm. and Adam Warlock was created, like yeah, they yeah. all that that makes yeah, sense. That was absolutely yeah. what happened. So um he gets saved by Adam Warlock again. Uh, they that's the one that got me. Uh, that's the one where I was like, "Oh yeah, he's dead." And then I, when he wasn't, I was like, "Oh, yeah, all right. yeah." Um, because they played Change of Heart earlier, mm-hmm. and you know that was easy. So then the band breaks up. Star Lord is like, "Hey, I'm going to spend some time with my grandpa." Mm-hmm. And Mantis is like, I need to figure out who I am because I have spent my entire life taking orders from people. And Nebula is like, I am going to be the mayor. Yeah. And Drax is coming with me. That was ra- I don't want to say it was random, but I thought Nebula would be like, all right. Like, well, she, she need him for um, the kids. I mean, I knew that part, but I'm saying just Nebula being like, no, my responsibility is here. I didn't see that coming. Mm. Okay. She feels really connected to the city. To Maybe. the point where she wants to run it. Right. Um, Maybe so. And then, yeah, she was like, and uh, Drax is coming with me because uh, I'm not raising these damn kids. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah. Drax, you got it. I'm going to let right. you ball out. But the breakup scene, that was really good. And, and everybody's reasons seemed like they were all reasonable. It wasn't like some like far-fetched thing. Yeah. You know no, I mean? I agree. And Peter and Rocket have been fighting over the captain, being captain for years, you know, for every movie now. So to for him to like personally give that responsibility to Rocket was really cool. And I yeah, figured it was a, cool it was a, I figured it yeah. was a callback to Infinity War whenever Thor said to Rocket, like, you're a great captain. And Rocket was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good point. I didn't even think about that either. Yeah, so I, I thought it was a callback to that. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, because I remember the whole like, oh, let me ask the captain. Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that was great. I forgot yeah. about that. So, yeah, he, uh, he actually officially hands over the captainness to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Gamora goes back to the Ravagers and they're just happy to see her. Did y'all mm-hmm. think she was going to be like, uh, I might stick around these guys a little bit. Did y'all think she was going to stick around? I thought she was for a minute. It didn't feel like it because yeah. she was she was very like aloof on purpose. Like she she yeah. was trying to she was trying to keep her distance. Yeah, and I think just in general, I know the actor is Zoe Zeldana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just did, she didn't want to do any more MCU, so oh. I didn't think she'd be in it anymore. I will say the scene, I think it might have been better if the scene where she was sitting inside of uh, Star-Lord's room, I thought that she was going to be sitting inside her old room. Like, I thought they would have kept her room how it was and she would have walked into her room and then saw like pictures of her old or the other self and 
seemed like all this other stuff that the other Gamora had. Like, I thought that's what they were going to do. But then when I saw, mm-hmm. oh, she's inside Star-Lord's room, I was like, oh, okay, never mind then. Because I thought that would have been interesting to see, like, all these memories from this other Gamora. Right. That would have been interesting. Yeah, that would have been a good move. So, uh, yeah, then we get this new squad of Guardians. Yeah, and um, Groot is huge now. Yeah, Yeah. my boy been beefing up. Yeah, like, (laughs) I assume this is is full-grown Groot. Yes. Yeah, like, Groot was massive. Definitely more comic-accurate version of Groot, I feel like. Uh, Okay. At least from the, the old school. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, new that was, school yeah. is definitely way more like they have it now. But old school, yeah, his head's like bigger. Um, it's like super massive, like a tree trunk. Yeah, it's like longer. He's like, he doesn't look as cool, I would say. He looks more like a monster in the older yeah. version. Oh, we didn't, we didn't even talk about Kaiju Groot either. That was pretty good. And when he got super massive on the planet, uh, Counter-Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Got yeah. it too. I want to say, um, oh, so we're so we talked about oh, so the new Scarlet Guardians. So we got uh Rocket, Cosmo, mm-hmm. Groot. Um, and uh, I have one more thing. Um okay. whenever um oh god, what is dude's name? Uh Craglin. Whenever Craglin uh like mastered the uh, oh, what's the his name? Yeah, yeah. I knew that's how that was gonna go. Like, yeah. I I leaned over to my friend and I was like, "Watch, he's gonna master the whistle." And yeah, like whenever he saw Yondu, I was like, "Yondu, yeah." Here we are. Yep. With your heart, boy. Yeah, he's just gonna be Yondu, boy. Yeah, he's just gonna he's just gonna know how to do it now. Watch, and he that's exactly what happened. He just knew how to do it now, and I was like, "Yep." Yeah. I rewatched Guardians two, um, that uh, recently, and yeah, the Yondu moment still gets me. And yeah, I noticed that he says "Think with your heart" uh, a lot in that movie, so definitely carries over. But yeah, it's funny. Whenever Craglin did that, like, so me and Lindsay were watching, and it was pretty full theater. I mean, we just start cracking up like we just think it's yeah. hilarious that he's doing that everyone's like looking at us like they're like all serious i'm like okay you guys <laughs> this is like a hilarious moment where he just all of a sudden has mastered this <laughs> arrow right. and whistle that's the, like, <laughs> that's the shang chi uh her shooting the archery yeah that's, the, that's that moment for this movie this isn't even that like I mean, no. This ain't no he's been he's been practicing, he's practicing. And, he's, yeah, like, he's, he's been working it out that. and then yeah, yeah like he you know he saw the vision of young like I, we knew this was going to happen, but yeah, like right. the, the Shang-Chi one was just stupid. That's just <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Stupidity. But um, um, one of the things, so of course there's dancing in this movie because dancing is a huge part of this. Um, Mr. Percival, I don't want you to feel attacked by this David comment. Yeah, this is definitely about to be attacked. I don't know if it's me, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> White people do a lot of their dancing like above the shoulders. Yes. <laughs> like there's there's a lot there's a lot up here. Well, I mean, and there's this, also this a lot white, of... this white person doesn't do any of that, any dancing whatsoever. So <laughs> oh, that's funny. It just and I mean, I know that not everybody there was white. There was a lot going on, but uh yeah, white people they they keep it up high 
a lot of times. Um, <laughs> you know, we do the, the like when, two steps side to side with the hand movements and the yeah, shoulder, like this, that's it. Yeah, a lot of hands and shoulders above the heads. And and sometimes, uh, uh, like, if they have hair, there's a lot of hair throwing. Like, yep. I notice white mm-hmm. women will throw their hair all day long uh, <laughs> when they're dancing. Oh, but that's too funny. That was just, uh, you know, I, I don't know if, if I'm the only one who's seen that. But um, yeah, they, I, I've never seen that. Never. <laughs> it just it just feels like when white people dance, they they keep it up high. They're having a good old time. That's all. Let yeah. me look back at the last ten weddings I've gone to. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was saying wedding wedding. Yeah. Oh goodness, that was um. Oh, I I was falling out laughing <laughs> during the dancing scenes. And yeah, I'm sure people were confused. But, yeah, I was like, this is hilarious to me but okay uh, so in... what did you say okay oh, i was saying the new guardians yes so we had rocket groot uh craglin cosmo Craglin. uh the little girl uh phylon phylaville which before the movie i mean before we started recording I told the guys, I thought that was Thor's daughter from Love and Thunder. This is a wild. Yeah, like, I don't say. know how. I just thought, because I didn't think that the other girl that this person is, I, I didn't think she was going to have no role in this. And so I just automatically thought, because remember, Thor was with the Guardians for a while. So I was yeah. like, maybe he decided to, like, he was like, maybe she would be best with them. So I thought that's why she was there. But I, guess, I was wrong. Yeah, no, that was not her. If any of y'all thought that too, please come to Jordan's defense. But we were all <laughs> confused. We were like, how in the hell did you think that little girl yeah. was from Love and Thunder? Like, the, right. no. This is a huge jump. Yeah. She's, uh, I, I, I mean, it was saying, an incredible scene. So I was like, maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Oh, can we just talk about quickly how, like, it's funny that Peter shows up to his grandpa's house. A black woman opens the door. He's like, "Oh, I must have the wrong house." Yeah, like surely. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I don't think this is the right place. Oh, I, I I'm like, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, completely messed up here. <laughs> He's like, "Ain't no way hell my grandpa was liking black women when I left." <laughs> yeah. He pulls us. Whoa! She's like, "Oh no, honey. Oh no, honey. Come on in." Yeah, he, he back here. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. You, te- you, you guys texted you texted us that after you finished watching it. But I guess I forgot that she was in the second one. What? There's a scene really? where like, uh, yeah, we just saw this. We watched some video <clears throat> just a couple hours ago where they're like, it shows the grandpa and whatever Mrs. Whatever her name is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Grandma Quill. Um, yeah, they're like in her in the car when like ego is like. Ego right is taking over like his. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly what the scene is, but like their car gets almost hit, like hit by ego, mm-hmm. and like almost gets flipped. Um, you have to go back and check it out. I, yeah, I completely I forgot that was a thing, um, but I think she was in the car with him. Oh, Dang. I didn't know that. That's dope. Okay. But yeah, yes, that was, was that was a cool. Texted moment. that and that was funny. Yeah, like I thought about that for a minute. I was like, okay, Grandpa Quill, yeah, jungle feeling. Yeah, do you think, fam? <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, the new Guardians crew. I, I, I the one thing that. about the Guardians 
Guardians of the Galaxy is it's known to have the crew that we've been having, right? But Guardians is also known to change, right? They had a yeah. revamp a few years ago. They had Silver Surfer. It had um, uh, a few people from the Thor universe, Valkyrie, a few other had, people. Uh, so it's what's like her name and Human Torch, yeah, Human Torch, yeah. Like and it, and you mentioned that uh, you mentioned that Adam Warlock has in the exactly. comic books been a part of it, exactly. and that's the thing. Like I feel like that's like any group can have anybody the only group mm-hmm. that i feel like has any exclusivity is the x-men because you like have to be a mutant but also right. the x-men's got a thousand like everybody's yeah. an x-men and yeah. like with the avengers everybody's been an avenger at some point right uh so and- yeah with, with the guardians is like all the groups like everybody's been in them like the only okay fantastic four is pretty exclusive no yeah. i mean even they changed because uh, she hulk was part of fantastic four and ant-man Spider-Man. i know that they I know they have changed, but like because there are four of them, like they can't do too much. They can't yeah. go wild. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Like yeah. the other groups do. Even though it's but... like six of them now, it's like yeah, Valeria but, and Franklin. But Guardians, like yeah, because I know in the comics, like um, Rocket dies and they replace him. And, like it's a lot of times where Peter goes off on his own adventure on Earth. I think that's they may be following. Uh, Rocket ends up dying. The um, Drax and and Gamora are doing their own thing, and then there's a whole new Guardians of the Galaxy group outside of oh, those yeah, main I think characters. You're talking so. about that that grounded storyline. Yeah, I so what you're talking about? Um, I, I am I excited about this particular group of Guardians? No, I'm not. This is <laughs> this is the JV group. <laughs> I don't um, know. This is JV. <laughs> this is JV. This is below. But if you gave me a yeah, this might be fourth string. Yeah, if you give me a rocket. And um group show. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm or in something. There I'm down. I'm in there. Yeah, give me but, a decent plus for that. Yeah, but I don't need this crew, I'll be honest. But yeah. you you don't like you don't like chain, you don't like mantles, you don't like anybody, yeah, you don't like replacements, you don't like anything. If you here. give me fucking if you give me because <laughs> you just group, said like rocket and group, that's it. If you give me rocket group, silver surfer, uh Valkyrie, yeah, again, you ain't getting all that. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you give me actually good characters, sure. I don't give a damn about Craglin is the JV version of Yondu. I don't hey, want that. Hey, don't bash Cosmo. Don't bash Cosmo. Cosmo He's a good dog. Yeah, He's a good I'm dog. cool on Cosmo, man. No offense. Too many pets in this damn universe. Let's relax yeah. with the pets. Why do you have a Russian accent when you talk out of a box? But okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, all right, man. Let's chill with. The, I know we're trying to sell toys here, but Jesus. So one question that I I don't know if this comes up or if it's just mentioned, but one of the questions that this movie kind of like has looming is, what does God mean? Because in this movie, there are some characters who refer to the high evolutionary as a god. And the High Evolutionary refers to the Celestial Head as a god, but then says there is no god, so I stepped in. Oh, mm. good point. And Thor has been referred to as a god. Like, there's there's a lot of that. So in the, they, they kind of, um, they don't do it overtly necessarily, but one of the things I noticed is that they bring up the question of what does god mean in this universe? Right, because mm. all the Eternals was basically gods as well. In their mm-hmm. own respective like area of the earth, mm. 
but then who created them is also right. seen as a god by depending on who you ask and so yeah like are there god tiers or we've got lowercase uh, you have lowercase g uppercase g yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah who so. knows superhero world that's a, yeah, that's a whole chart in itself i feel like i guess i, I want to mention i will say and this might be a hot take might not be but I don't think Adam Warlock should have been in this movie, or at least they should have gave him more to do. Like I, I feel right. like they could have completely took him out the movie, been just fine. Right. Well, he he was the cause for things. Like we we needed him to kick the movie off. I mean, you really didn't like need him. You could have just sent a mercenary group. Yeah, exactly. They pull the, up the, the big people could have tried to do it. Yeah, and then you're like, what the hell are these people doing? And they're like, we're here for. The raccoon and then start the whole thing yeah like he had uh-huh. no real purpose in this movie and the, yeah, it I was, was definitely I was surprised down. by that because he he's so important in the comic books i agree so yeah, yeah exactly the, the fact that he was kind of just like a side character used for some like random comedy was surprising it didn't bother it was- me like his inclusion wasn't an issue for me necessarily but i was surprised at how he was used yeah, no, yeah, I mean, I think, like I, said, I think the because took, taking out the movie would have been fine because the way that Guardians two teased him, he was going to be a lot more important. And a lot everyone more... was expecting the comic like either for him to be evil, either for him to be kind of in the middle, playing the middle, you know, whatever. But yeah, in this case, it's just I don't know. It was a little little silly, sillier version of him because when, um, when Guardians two like dropped his name whenever they said Adam I was like I wonder if they're going to do with him what they should have done with the Hulk like he's going to be him like he's he's going to be good sometimes but he's going to be a problem sometimes and they're going to they're going to have to address him being a problem um kind of like how you know Scarlet Witch was good and then she like wasn't Mm mm-hmm I I was wondering if we were gonna he was gonna be introduced as you know I'm here to help um I'm a good guy and then they were gonna get to the point where it's like no he's he's an issue but I thought he was gonna be an but, issue later like in, in the, right. whenever we get to like Tang's stuff I mm-hmm. thought he was gonna be an issue then but right, yeah either way um Jordan I assume you have the Rotten Tomatoes on the way. I do. You know, we forgot to talk about like what our scores scores was like before, before talking about it and now after. Um, but I guess we can ask now. Starting with True Spencer, what would you rate this movie out of ten? Eight point five. Brandon, mm-hmm. I was struggling with this one. Um, yeah, it fits the criteria. It's at least above an eight. It's, uh, it's a ten. Uh, I'm a roll with 8.5 as well. David, what about you? I can't be the third person to say 8.5, but like based on where I have it in my ranks as of now, that kind of fits, whether it's like in between eight and a half and nine, I would say. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I told I told David and Brandon yesterday, uh, we were texting a little bit about it. I gave it an 8.5 walking out of it and I I still stick with my 8.5. It's sad that all four of us, but I mean that's what it is. It is what it is. 
So it definitely fits in that point. Do you know where it fits into your total MCU ranking? I do. I I have mine updated, and I can tell you that right now. So right. I actually had to move down um, the other Guardians of the Galaxy because I put it above it. So right now, for me, it is sitting at the number six movie. So right, what? <laughs> right is right ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy one, and right behind Infinity War for me. Goodness. <sighs> Okay. And it actually pushed Black Panther to the number eleven. Okay. Wow. Wow. All right. Okay. That's my man, and I stand by him. Okay. Man. Have what about y'all? Have y'all updated y'all rankings yet? I have. What do you have, Spencer? Not. Uh, for me, it comes in at number eleven. So, Shang Chi is ten. I have this at 11. And... Wait. You <laughs> have this? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hold on, Spencer. Yep. Hold on. You have this behind Shang-Chi. I do. <laughs> All right. Okay. Shang-Chi is my number 10 now, too. Black Panther was 10, but it got moved out. So, yeah. David, you updated yours? Uh, mine's, no, I haven't officially done it, but it'll be around 11 or 12. <clears throat> Which like I have Iron Man ten, and then Black Panther eleven, so it's like right behind that. Okay, so I guess once you know Brandon, once you update yours, we'll have to reconvene, kind of talk about it. I think it's top twelve ish range. Um, it's definitely better than Chi for me, but um, I agree. But yeah, we'll we'll see. It's definitely easily top twelve. It doesn't matter where it falls in there, but. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, like again, I have it at eleven. Yeah, six is a little crazy, but hey, that's your hey. rankings. I get it. Hey. I respect you. Had Ant Man two as a top five or <laughs> whichever one you put. He didn't know. Yeah, you know, I didn't know. We talked about this. I got all the confused. He had Ant Man at number eight. Yeah, mm. something. Um, all right, now now it's the time for uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, I believe so. So, David, no need for me to explain to you this game. You're a listener. So I will start with you. We're going to start with the critic score. So, David. Oh, closest to the bucket for people who may be new to it. Um, We are going closest to the bucket without going over. So, David, what do you think the critic score is? Uh, Critics, I will go... I'll go 80. Oh, wow. Okay. Spencer. I was thinking closer to 90 because uh, they love them some Guardians. Although um, they don't necessarily love James Gunn. So I'll go 86. Brandon. I'm a little opposite there. I think they love James Gunn. Critics do, anyways. I will go 91. Well, I will tell you, for the first time playing this game, David was the closest. Oh, yeah. The critic score is sitting at 81. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very surprised at the 81. So that's that's that feels low. Like when he said 80, I was like, that's not enough. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, David. Audience score. What do you think the audience score is? 
Oh, it's going to be high. Uh, I'll go <clears throat> 96. Spencer? I'm thinking 94. Brandon? I'm going to go back 91. Uh, well, Spencer, you win this round. The audience score with over 5,000 reviews is sitting at a 95%. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. That, and, uh, that feels... That, that feels right. And the uh, critic score had 288 reviews so far. So we're only, what, four days into the movie being out? Yeah, so but I don't in. I don't see that going up a bunch. Like, I'd think be it's... surprised if it... I'd be surprised if it cracks 85 if it's at 81 right now. No, I don't, I don't think it cracked 81. I, I feel like it can go a percent or two after the first weekend, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. No, it was definitely much... I was nervous going into it because i was like please don't make this like a dumb movie oh, try to crack a bunch of corny silly jo- i i was very nervous going into it that it was going to be kind of a snoozer and then it was definitely exceeded my expectations i also went i went in nervous for a couple reasons um a the last 10 movies not spectacular if you're looking at an average yeah um, and then y'all know, uh, generally speaking, how I feel about Guardians. Um, I feel like, uh, the first one is far too overhyped, but with those two things being the case, yeah, I went in thinking, I, I think I, I went in the same way I went into Ant-Man 3, like, we'll see what happens. I initially was very excited about Ant-Man 3 because of the quantum mania. But then when I saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and how that name didn't quite match up to what happened, mm-hmm. uh, my excitement for Ant-Man dipped a little bit because I was like, I don't know if quantum mania is what we're going to get. And right. so... Whenever I went into Ant Man, I was like, you know, I'm I'm mildly excited, but let's see what happens. And so for this, it was a similar like I'm mildly excited. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm definitely in the same boat. Like, I didn't have a ton of expect- expectations. I knew it was going to be the last one, so that that's adds a little pressure to it. But for the most part, yeah, it was you know, I I was like. I will see. You know, Guardians 2 was definitely wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Um, so but then I was also like, damn, James Gunn's been kind of cooking for the last five years with whatever he puts out. Yeah. So I'm like, he might be able to, you know, make this thing finish this thing off the right way. So um, yeah, but outstanding movie. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, are there any other questions that we got? guess one thing we didn't really talk about was at the i guess after the post both post credit scenes they mentioned that uh star lord will return i oh, didn't yeah. know what you guys thoughts were on that i don't know where he's gonna show up i i think they're gonna do the comic book run where he's on earth like there's a long run where yeah he's i mean on I earth think i think it's the ground is here i told somebody I was texting somebody about this and I was saying it would be cool if somehow they, once they work the Fantastic Four in, 
that Peter Quill and kind of Reed Richards or uh, or the, I said I said the thing they would basically you know be buddy buddy and talk about like space adventures together. I think that would be kind of cool to see. That's when Peter pops up again. Is when the Fantastic Four. But other than that, yeah, I, I don't know where he's going to show up. Yeah. What if he gets his own like Disney Plus show where he's actually on Earth and you kind of see some little hijinks adventures of him learning how to be human? I'd be cool with that. I just don't think some people are off on Chris Pratt. So I don't know if that's going to work. My assumption was that he was going to cameo in the Marvels, but I think mm. that was just me deciding like, oh, he's here now. So we're going to see him in that. Yeah. Did Nick that, Fury ever meet Peter? I don't think so. No. I'm going to say no. So I was going to say... Because yeah. Nick Fury Nick Fury was on Earth when everybody got dusted. And They're right. at the funeral, though, right? So yeah. I guess that's kind of meeting... Were the Guardians at the funeral? I don't think the Guardians were the Guardians weren't there. Well, I remember the seeing them. Because mm-hmm. they, I mean, they didn't really have a relationship with... Yeah, I know. T- with Tony... Right. Because I was going to say, if that, if that was the case, like, maybe Peter, I mean, maybe Nick could introduce Peter. But Nebula would have absolutely been at the funeral. Why? Because Nebula oh, and Tony. At the beginning, spent that time together. I think that's oh. what I was thinking was Nebula was there. So that's why I was thinking. Yeah, you know Nebula. Nebula but, but the Guardians were probably, there were a lot of people. So the Guardians were probably in the shot. It was a lot. I don't, I don't, I don't think they were I, there. I feel like I remember Groot being there. No, nah, I don't think they were there. No, well, let me look up Groot. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I would be excited for Star-Lord series. I remember I read a grounded Star-Lord comic, and it was, I enjoyed it. Um, he was, like, down on his luck, struggling a little bit, so it'll be a little different, but... Um, I just think people are off on Chris Pratt right now. He's kind of overexposed. He's doing everything right now. So, yeah, he was there. So, okay. that that's, I mean, anyway. But Peter, yeah, I kind of Peter, think... Peter was there? Yeah. At he the was. Funeral? All the yeah. Guardians, probably. Yeah. yeah they they were were I feel like the Guardians were in their own little section. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So, so like, I feel like I remember, I feel like I remember seeing Groot because, you know, everybody was wearing black. Yeah. But Groot didn't have clothes on. So, he that's why I was teenage, teenage Groot. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's why I remember seeing Groot because he wasn't yeah. wearing black. No, yeah. I think Quill. I mean, I think it's just going to be. I don't think it'll be a big movie or. Sh- I think it'll just be kind of a cameo appearance in something. Is kind of my thought. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Well, be secret- oh, we're tripping. We could have been Secret Wars. They are planning a Secret Wars comic book. I mean, I was a comic book movie. So I mean, yeah. he could show up there again. He could definitely. I think that Guardians team will show up there too. Yeah, I don't want that. I think, every, <laughs> I think everybody's going to be in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, say, I think that, that the whole point is that we're going to see everybody current, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, okay, well, if there's uh, no other questions, we got to let the people know. Let us know what you think about the Guardians movie. Um, you can do so by joining us on Facebook at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. And yeah, just let us know what you think of the Guardians movie. If you enjoyed it, if you did enjoy it, what you liked about it, what you didn't like. Um, I assume everyone cried at the movie. So uh, yeah, just let us know. Uh, once again, David, we thank you for joining us. Um, yes, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you.
Well, fellas, we're never duplicated. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated. <laughs>